host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. What's going on, everybody? What is good? This is another episode, another guest episode, actually, and another returning guest. This is going to be freaking awesome. Uh, Of course, let's uh, introduce the uh, episode first. So this is episode 51, What I Say Goes, Parents and the Power of Influence in Their Child's Relationships. All right, so that's going to be a diesel topic, and you know I had to bring my boy back from episode 37, Ricardo. What is going on, man? Yo, Tini, what's good, man? How you doing, brother? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. So um, last, you were, so you were on episode 37, uh, and from there, there has been 65 downloads of your episode, sir, which makes it nice. the top episode of the entirety of this podcast. So thank you for that. No, no, no. Thank you, man. It's it's all it's all on you, brother. You brought the platform. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but like, yeah, but thank you for uh, also sharing people's uh, expressions on it, too. People have also called me. And said, like, yo, man, I heard that episode with Ricardo. Like, wow, I've been feeling those same things. And or, or my story is similar to his. And like, that's crazy. And then also, because I'm a private person, they're like, I didn't even know all those 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 things about you. I didn't know that happened in your, uh, you know, uh, engagement and all that stuff. Like, that's insane. Yeah. So. Yeah, remember I told you in the moment, I was like, there was a couple things that you shared. Like, as long as we've been friends, I was like, ooh, I didn't know that detail. So that was was awesome. But it it was the same thing. Like, so many people reached out and, like, that listened. And they're like, yo, like, really? I didn't know this is how it went down. It's like, well, you know, now you know. (laughs) Right? Yeah, man. So, no, it was was very enjoyable. Yeah, 65 downloads. So all those uh, 65 people out there, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to that. And, of course, you know, I had to bring my man um, Rick for this one. So, you know, this was going to this one is also going to be a diesel episode because after that uh, previous episode, episode 37, we I don't know, we might have spent like another 20 or 30 minutes off mic just talking about what we just talked about. And we came up with this episode to talk about you know just parents a parent's influence essentially you know in their child's relationships whether it's with uh uh for like a parental thing like a mother daughter or or in a romantic relationship and that's and we're all we're going to talk about all that all those uh connections so I just want to know with uh, Rick, like, what made you want to really have this conversation about the subject matter? I mean, again, like, kind of going back to how we came to the first episode to begin with, the first episode that we did with, you know, it's experience, you know? So when when you bring up a topic and you could immediately be like, well, huh, been there, you know, been there, <laughs> that, mm-hmm. I know about that. It's like, yeah, let's have a conversation. You know what I mean? So it's, having had the experience and having lived through it you know it's something that i think is important to dive into and have have an open discussion about you know because it's especially generationally too i think it's going to be important uh to, to to be able to try to give some explanation to why things are the way they are when it comes to the influence of you know parents on their children or whatnot so 
looking forward to having a cool a cool conversation about that. Yeah, definitely. And uh, to just to uh, keep everything in uh, order, I split it up into like well, I split it up into like three parts, so we won't like get uh, too crazy. So the first part, the first part is part one, uh, their parents and pretty much the family dynamic and their effects within the course of your child's relationship with their significant other. And man, have I got stories okay so like <laughs> so do you want to go first or do you do you want me to go first oh man I, go ahead and set it off man. All right, all right. you got stories <laughs> <laughs> all right so so all right so basically uh i mean I'm, i've probably said this uh multiple times in uh previous episodes maybe like uh go back to go back to episode seven and episode eight if you really want to know like the really the gist of why i even started this podcast but if I reiterate myself, uh, my apologies, but I really want to put everything on this episode as well, just so it's like an all in one lump sum. But anyway, so, um, okay, so my uh, ex fiance, uh, she was religious, and but her parents uh, were super religious because they were the uh, elders in their um, respective church. Okay, mm-hmm. so she was with, you know, church, you know, since she was like a baby. So that was always been an influence on on her. And yeah. um so what is so when they met me, they're like, oh, all right, whatever, like, okay, like that's cool. I'm like, all right, but you know, they really didn't think that I was gonna stay long anyway, but I'm like they thought I was just fine, but she's like, Oh no, she'll she'll be done with him and then like whatever, uh she'll find like a real person or something. But like we've like lasted for like fucking like four years. But the yeah. but the thing is is like I remember um I'm looking at my notes right now. I remember the um they're oh man it, oh oh now now I'm now I'm remembering things <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> those, those, those random memories that type of, forget the notes man <laughs> yo for real no because it's like freaking um uh I remember the initial times where I was not uh, one okay wait what's what age were okay so i was i was 28 she was 29 when we were going out when we were first going out i was not allowed to be in the house without them being there at that age 27 28 now okay wow yeah right and also yeah i i can never like be like it, it without in the house without them and i'm just like what the fuck like this 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 was really horrible but whatever and um and i mean and i remember uh maybe this was like our th- maybe second or third year going out so our anniversary would fall on uh our anniversary would fall around when a uh, new york comic con would happen right so like um we would we were very invested on going to those things because she she had always wanted to go to one of those things, but like her previous boyfriend was like, Oh, that's stupid. Like that's for nerds, blah, blah, blah. So she never went. So when she found out that I was like into that stuff, she was like, Oh my God, like, have you heard of comic con? I was like, fuck yeah. She's like, Oh, can we go? (laughs) (laughs) She was like, can we go? And I'm like, and, um, she's like, Oh yeah. I was like, hell yeah, we can go. Are you kidding me? So like we would go like every year, but I remember, uh, we, we went the first two years we were going out, but then that third year, it was like, man, like it's really hard to like schlep from like New York to like where we were. Like, well, she mm-hmm. lived in Jersey, uh, you know, it was just a lot of money. And I was like, 
one year we're like yo let's yo let's just like try to like at least maybe either stay in the city or at least closer to jersey so we can take a bus and then just go there you know what i mean instead of taking the car and then all, yeah, all yeah. this stuff it's a whole ordeal it is of. it really yeah it really is um and and she was like oh, i don't i don't know if we can do it and i was like why because like again like her parents would never want us to like stay with each other for like long extended periods of time so it was just it was just really bad and then i i remember we got a place we got a we got a hotel in Paramus. I was like, yo, but how are we gonna do this though? How are we gonna do this? So like, yo, we we booked it. We're like, nah, we're gonna do it, right? But then the thing is, she, the only way that she got away with it was because she had to tell her mom. Well, I mean, she told her parents, but she she specifically had to tell her mom that she was going to an all female Bible retreat for the weekend. <laughs> so like you know oh, wow. yeah so i met her at i met her at the hotel because you know she you know we don't want her to you don't want the parents to see any speck of me like my car yeah nothing you know so i would meet her at the hotel and then she said that thing and then we went uh to the hotel and then we had a great time you know what i'm saying and and it was so cool because it was just me and her just by ourselves and it was just like ah <sighs> you know what i mean it's like it, it was so great and then of course we would take the bus and then you know go to fucking uh what a what, uh, comic-con it was great it was it was yeah. a, a fantastic i still remember that weekend and that's over like i don't know what like 10 9 you know 9 10 years you know what i'm saying so i still remember that weekend that weekend was like amazing and yeah again just like the parents influence was just like it was just like on her and it was i felt bad that we had to do that but like at the same time you're impeding on the growth of our relationship you know what i mean and yeah I, exactly and and i think the, uh, the the biggest issue too is i don't want to say issue is like it lasts so long like it's embedded from so early on mm -hmm. and you know to your point you get to your point where you're like almost 30 years old and it's like no, you can't be alone with your boyfriend. You know, it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It was so crazy. And, like, I really couldn't, like, like, uh, like, hug her, like, affectionately. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm, mm -hmm. not, I'm not saying that I'm on a freaking, like, tongue or, like, in front of her parents. I have respect. Like, come on, man. But, like, yeah. really, like, I can't, like, hug her from the back? Like, that's a no-no? You know, like, I'm, like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, what are you doing? But, um... I mean, I mean, I I got more. I, I we can go back and forth. It's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know, we I, I had something similar too. You know, like again, mm -hmm. it was the same thing where, um, you know, she she wasn't able to like, you know, my, my wife wasn't able to just spend the night at the crib. You know, and it's mm -hmm. like, you know, that used to bother the crap out of me. But I think at least on my end, I, I could understand a little bit of the difference because of the culture dynamic. You know sure, what I mean? Sure, sure. You know, us being us being from the Caribbean, it's all the same. No matter what island you're from in the Caribbean, it's the same thing. You know, at some point, even us as guys, at some point, you know, there's certain influences that are brought up upon us that we're, you know, kinda expected to to kinda take on no questions asked and move forward. Mm -hmm. But it's also kinda more accepted that at some point, guys will just be like, nah, fuck this, I'm going to do me. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. 
but 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 the girls within our culture, within the Caribbean culture, well, now we know that's not the case. That's not you know because if they do say not fuck that, I'm gonna do me. It's way worse than if we do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and that's something I I I had to accept, you know, because again, she's from the Caribbean, so I know the deal, you know. But it doesn't mean it was it wasn't frustrating, you know what I mean? It's like again, like you're a grown ass woman, man. Like you know, you should be able to space spend the night out, you know. And, right. You know, we dealt with it, obviously. You mm-hmm. know, we worked we worked our way around it. I don't think there were any all girls Bible study weekends. <laughs> 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 you know, there was a certain point. Uh, there was a certain point where I lived like literally right down the street from her. You know what I mean? Oh wow! You know, she's saying to the parents, so that was clutch. You know, you get she 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 had the the times down pat. You know when 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 pops gets home, goes to sleep. When he wakes up, go to work. You know all of that. So we we're able to kind of navigate. She she knew the the the. To the, the 20 30 minute window that she had to make sure her car was parked out front and Facts. she was in bed Facts. <laughs> you know what i mean because mm. like legit like sometimes she just stay at the grave and then literally leave for like half hour 45 minutes just so they could leave for work and see that she's there and then she out she come right back you know what i mean so mm. uh, it's it, it, it's hilarious man but you know it is what it is sometimes like you said you got to work you got to find a workaround because because otherwise, then what? You know what I mean? You, you hanging out there, not not allowed to hug and touch, and under supervision. Like, nah, man, ain't nobody about that life. <laughs> Facts, man. It's like, what the hell? So, like, uh, so uh, another story, it just continues, like, with, like, the whole, like, man of God thing. So, like, mm-hmm. I remember when this was, uh, this is our fourth fourth year uh, going out with each other. And um, I was like, I, I, def- I definitely... I don't know if I had the ring yet or whatever, but I was definitely paying for it. I know that. But I was like, okay, I know I need to eventually have, like, you know, the talk with uh, the dad and stuff like that. But I didn't want to, like, have it official just yet. So I remember uh, Mike's fiance invited uh, her parents and to, to, like, just go on, like, a lunch date or whatever. So it was the four of us. So we went to, like, this Indian place, and then we ordered food. And then um, I was like, so, you know, Mr. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, so, you know, me and your daughter have been going out for a while. So, like, what like, what do you what do you think of it? And he's like, oh, well, you know, I really didn't think that you guys would, like, last so long. I, I really thought that it would be, like, a short uh, thing. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, this is off to a great start. And then. <laughs> how, do you, how do you say that? How do you, how do you legitimately fix your face to say that to someone, yo? Like, I'm so reckless. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but the, the but the, but the but the ill thing he didn't say it meanly though. It's just that it's a mean statement. That's the ill thing about it. You know, it's not like it's not like Yo. oh you're fucking wacky. You didn't say it like he's like oh yeah. I didn't think that you were gonna you know last that long. You know, I was like oh shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, I thought for sure my daughter had better taste. Crazy. <laughs> this is wild, but um. <laughs> But yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. And then, um, and then uh, he was, uh, what did he say? I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, okay, so like, but you know, what, like, what do you think about our future and stuff like that? And he's like, well, you know, uh, I mean, I, I know that you guys have been together for a while, and you know, I, 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 I talked to God, and I, and I slept on it, and you know what? I just wanted to say that you know, I, I, I don't think, I don't think you're a man of God. 
And I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean? And, it, and he's like, well, I don't think you can lead my daughter to where she needs to like be in, in, on this road. And I was like, huh? All right. <laughs> I was like, uh, can you pass the salt, please? <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, you know, conversation's no. over. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, okay. No, you had, you had plenty of salt. <laughs> 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 like I, know, I know there was plenty of salt. <laughs> I was just like, whoa. I was like, okay, well, th- then that's that. And I, and I got really pissed at that. But like, I mean, not even looking in hindsight, but I was like, okay. I know, I know. Okay, I, and clearly you have a daughter, so you know what mm-hmm. this means. You know, it's like it's just a dad looking out for his daughter. I completely understand that, you know. Yes. But I, but I feel like to just like devalue me, like these four years didn't mean anything, and also how I'm treating your daughter. It's not like it's four years of yeah. abuse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that's my thing. And it was just I felt like really hurt by that, but I was like, well, shit. I mean, the the, the I mean, the ring is on the ring is like almost paid for, so like, mm, sorry, buddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? But but the craziest thing, the craziest thing that happened to me in that situation was so. Uh, me and my ex fiance, we used uh, uh, I we used to go to her church, you know, the one that she grew up in uh, for like mm-hmm. a while, but then I left to uh, well, she wanted to find like our church, you know what I mean? So we went to uh, Hillsong Church, so um, and I know that church has been in the news for quite some time because of all these controversies and all that stuff but like never mind that yeah 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 before all that you know what i'm saying <laughs> the good times the good times but um but but the funniest thing was like my my favorite pastor was the one is the one that is you know being talked about pastor carl you know i like i've seen him you know and he's 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 led many uh sermons and all that stuff so like we used we used to go to we used to go to the main like church whatever but then there was like a, a like a subset which was called like hillsong creative where if you want if you were a creative person you can kind of like join the team and stuff like that so we yeah did that and i remember i'll never forget this so i remember one wednesday we went there and um uh he was just doing like a you know he was just doing his normal sermon whatever and we're, you know, singing along, praising, blah, blah, blah. And then, and, and this was like a smaller venue. Like the creative stuff was a smaller venue. So let's say like 100 people there as opposed to like, yeah. you know, 1,000. So we're there. And then he, he I'm there with my ex-fiance. Um, and he's looking around the crowd. And then we lock eyes. He looks at me. And he's like, excuse me, who are you? Like, like, like what's your, what's your name? And I'm like, I was like, me? <laughs> you know, I was like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you. Like, what's your name? And I was like, I was like, oh fuck. I was like, my name, my name's Martini. was like, my name's Martini. And he's like, wait, what? And I was like, my name's Martini. He's like, oh, Martini. Word. Oh, okay, all right. And everybody starts laughing and stuff like that. I was like, oh, of course. <laughs> and then he's like, listen, I see something in you. He's like, I feel that you're a pot stirrer. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I feel like you're a potster. Like you like you get into things and you move things around and you make change. You you make you make people think about stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, all right. I, it's like I feel like you want to break the chains off a lot of people, you know? And I want to tell you right now, I want to tell you right now, you, sir, are a man of God. And I was like, 
what? Hmm. He's like, yeah, you are a man of God, all right? I know, I can see right now, I know that you're struggling, whether it's financially, emotionally, blah, 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 all this stuff. Like, I feel that, like, you are a man of God, and don't don't let nobody else tell you anything different, all right? Wow. And, I, and Ricardo, let me tell you, I've never been so vulnerable in my life. I literally started crying, right? I started crying like somebody died. Wow. Like I was crying. I felt so naked and like, but I couldn't help it. I was crying because he literally told me what I needed to hear. I was like, yo. No, that, yeah. And that's that's not something you would have ever expected to hear from a complete stranger out of nowhere, as if they knew someone you don't know, someone who has no idea what you're going through, yet somehow they knew exactly what you needed to hear at that moment. Like, that's. That's extreme. I could imagine how vulnerable that would make you. Like, you Fam, know? I was I'd, done. I for you. Bro. <laughs> if I knew, like, if if I had known where you were at and 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 everything that had happened, like in that moment, I would have cried for you because I'm like, wow, like, how, how did you? How were you able to nail that so well? For real, like, deliver a message that was so needed on point like that from a complete stranger like that's crazy bro yeah man yeah for real like like yeah i cried like and and um my ex-fiance was right next to me and like she was crying too and then like she like held my hand while i was crying and then he was like all right everybody everybody put your hands out to martini we're gonna help him out we're gonna say a prayer mm-hmm. for him right now and my was like so like the whole freaking congregation was saying this prayer for me man trying to hold yeah. me down and I was like, wow. I was like, yo, this is why I, this dude's my favorite freaking pastor, man, like of yeah, all time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, wow. Like, I needed that so much because, like, it, it really hurt me. Again, I understand in the whole, like, religion thing. Like, mm-hmm. you you want somebody to I, – I, mean, I don't know if you ever heard of the term uh, un, unequally yoked. You ever hear that before? No, no. Well, pretty much is like, it's like you can't, you can't like, it's like oil and water. You can't mix those things and have it work. So like, mm-hmm. that means like you're unequally yoked. So that means when you're yoked, that means you guys are on the same pattern, the same path, and you know the same thing of God. You know, like I remember, I forget what we were talking about, but I remember you sent a, a voice note to me, and you're like, "Yo, F religion, man, what's going on, man?" <laughs> like you, you were so angry. Oh, oh, it was because of that. Um, it was because of the podcast of uh, with Sean. Yeah, that's, that's right, right. That's the podcast right. episode. The, the, the yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were yeah. That's you, <laughs> you were so angry about like yeah the gag yeah, uh yeah. Uh, uh, Catholic and Christian thing being different, like e- yeah, even that, like e- some might, pe- some people might say unequally yoked, but I, but I think it's more so like you guys are like extremely different, like you know, like secular meaning, like you know, I don't want to say normal, but like regular, and yeah. you know, you're a Christian person, so it's like, how do you, how are you guys on the same wavelength? You know, how, how, how can you, how can you guys proceed to that, you know, promised land of, and of, of of leadership and all that stuff. You know what I mean? They're, like, really big on that. So I understand where the dad was coming from, but at the same time, like, that, I don't know. Like, when, when Pastor Carl said that to me, I was like, yo, I am a freaking man of God. Yeah, I don't go to church all the time. Well, not now anyway. I don't go at all now. But, but it's like, that doesn't mean that I love God less or, like, I'm not spiritual yeah. or anything like that. Like, it's funny because like a lot of a lot of my projects, because you know, I'm a I'm, you know I'm a expire, aspiring writer or writer, whatever you want to say. Like a lot of those yeah. things, 
have religious tones to them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like, I, it, it, it's within me. Like I don't. It just because I can't freestyle a Bible verse doesn't mean that like I'm not yeah. into God. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So. And that's the thing too, because like so, uh, certain people obviously there's different levels of extreme. Yeah. You know, so even with what you're talking about, that's why I was like, be sending the voice notes and, and going crazy about <laughs> people being stuck on, you know, well, you know, you're Catholic, I'm Christian. So, you know, we got to bump heads. Like, mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. At the end of the day, you know, generally speaking, you're looking at a lot of the similar ideals and whatnot, mm-hmm. a lot of the similar goals, you know, and end of the day, oh, look, I'm I'm Catholic. You already know we born and raised through the system, you know. That's yeah, yeah. The system like it's penitentiary. <laughs> <laughs> I you mean, know, we've to, been through the system. To some people, it is communion, mm-hmm. confirmation, you mm-hmm. know, all of that. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like just uh, I know I'm Catholic, and that's my religion. Of course, I follow the ideals of Catholicism and whatnot. But at the end of the day, man, it's just about being a good person to and being a bad person you know and yeah, yeah, not yeah. being a good person whatever however you want to phrase it you know that's what it comes down to yeah decency common sense empathy you know what i mean like mm-hmm. it's it's regardless of religion that stuff has to matter point blank period so it's like even when you're receiving that message yes it happens to be in a church and and that's where the message was but it would have been just as you know just as impactful if you happen to walk into starbucks and you know, the barista just look at you and said, man, like, you know what, man, like, have a good day, man. I feel like you're an awesome person and I feel like you're a man of God. I don't know why I felt compelled to say that, but I wanted to say that to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it could happen at Starbucks. It could happen at McDonald's. <laughs> it could happen at the movies. It it can happen at church as well, which it ha- ha- happened to do, you know? So it's yeah. like, I, I think, you know, the, the whole aspect with folks just hinging everything on that, is is just a problem for me just because again like there's a lot of things that are able to live on their own exclusive of religion you know what i mean yeah because i can be a good person and not be at church every sunday you know what i mean yeah it's even growing up i i fully expect not to say expected but in my mind i knew that whenever i did find my wife you know my mom's my parents, but of course my mom, my grandma, would like for me to have a nice big Catholic wedding. Of course. Like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you wait you grow up in a Catholic household. All you you've you've gone to plenty of weddings yeah. just like as I am mm-hmm. growing up. <laughs> you know, we we know what a big affair <laughs> a nice big Catholic wedding is. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah. And you know, I remember thinking about that, you know, obviously when 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 me and Z got to the point where you know, we knew what was going to happen, and even when we were engaged and whatnot. But I'd say even prior to being engaged, just because by that point, obviously everybody knew she wasn't Catholic, you know, so mm-hmm. there wasn't going to be a Catholic wedding, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but even ahead of that, before we got to that point, that's one of the things I used to think about. And I'm not, I'm not sitting here trying to throw my mom under the bus at all. My mom never said this to me or or gave me any or gave me any inclination specifically that she would have been disappointed, but just me growing up the way I did and knowing the culture, you know, uh, being a, a Catholic Haitian, you know, I put it on myself that, man, 
my my family may not be happy because we're not going to there's not going to be a big Catholic wedding. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So luckily that wasn't the case. They they didn't care, you know what I mean? They, <laughs> yeah. they could they couldn't care less. I've told you, you know, in the previous episode, I'm pretty sure everybody who's heard that or anybody who knows us knows how much my family absolutely adores my wife, you know? What oh, I mean? yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, you know, when we got to that point, she could have had three heads and, and, and been an alien, you know, come into plotting to take over the world. And they would have been like, yeah, cool. What time does the wedding start? You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like she was, she was in no matter what she could do no wrong. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So, but I know for me, just because the way I grew up, just the way the things I I was taught, the way the things that I've seen and just experienced growing up, in my mind, that was a big thing early on where I was like, damn, like, you know, that's not going to be a Catholic wedding. And then my other concern was, okay, well, are they going to expect me to get her to convert, mm. you know, and that was a big big thing that i was scared about too and again you know nothing nothing that my family ever said or did to to specifically make me feel that way it was just based off of what i knew based off of the way i grew up based off of the way i was raised and the things that i saw around me growing up you know it's like you know it's bad enough i'm not marrying a Haitian woman you know yeah right you trying to kill <laughs> yeah. us over here <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, that was one thing I was really, really scared about, too. And, you know, I I had, you know, I remember we used to have conversations around it. And I eventually got to a point where I told her straight up. I said, you know, I I will never ask you to convert for me. I, I wouldn't expect you to convert for me. And I don't want you to convert for me. And, I, you know, I was like, if. If you decide at some point that you feel like you want to convert for you, for reasons that are completely and 100% your own, then I will support that and only that. Outside of that, I'm not supporting you converting for me. I'm not supporting you converting if you think it's going to make my mom happy or my parents happy, you know, or my family happy, you know. And again, thank God that wasn't the case. My, My family was not looking for that, but... When you're raised a certain way, you think that's what's going to happen. You know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Mm-hmm. I told her, I told her, absolutely not. That's not something that I wanted for her at all. You know, and she, you know, she's like, yeah, no, I, you know, she, she's like, okay, that's cool, you know, because again, we had the conversations because we wanted to be able to kind of iron out some of those details so we know how to deal with it. I think the best thing you can do is kind of like have a plan ahead of time for even the most extreme of situations so that. When you're in the extreme situation, it's not when now you have to pause and try to figure out how to deal with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so that's why I felt it was important early on that we said that because I was like, I'm not going to convert for you. You know, absolutely not. I'm Catholic. This is who I am. I don't want you to convert for me. I would never expect you to. So don't do that. You know, you, you have your own religion and that's fine. You know, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. You're good with that. Let's move forward. You know, even with the kids, you know, like. Granted, both kids are baptized, you know, that's the one thing that, you know, you know, especially being in, you know, being born Catholic, being raised Catholic, you know, and whatnot, living in a Catholic environment and family, you know, I feel like for me, at least baptism is, you know, the, the, the most important of the sacraments, you know, so, right, yeah. you know, that's one thing where we were able to have a conversation and, you know, I, I said, 
absolutely at the very least i would like to have you know the kids baptized mm -hmm. but beyond that you know you know neither one well not neither one Soraya's not there but caleb's already 12 ain't had no first communion mm -hmm. you know nothing like that i'm not i'm not pushing that on them you know what i mean yeah, i don't yeah, want to yeah. push that on them because especially specifically out of fairness and respect for my wife you know because she's not pushing her religion on them neither right you know what i mean so hey they go to church both sides you know what i mean they oh, okay pray. they pray on both sides you know they learn they learn little stories and tidbits and scripture and whatnot on both sides oh know? that's great so so the way i look at it when my kids are grown and old enough to decide for them what religion may or may not work for them or whatever the case may be they can make that decision you mm -hmm. know what i mean mm -hmm. so i am I'm, I'm fine with we're fine i don't want to say i'm fine we're fine with not, you know, kind of beginning to break that chain a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's where I was saying early on about, you know, why this conversation is important because we can look at the things we were taught, the things that we were expected to abide by, the things that we grew up being experienced, experiencing and being exposed to, how they've molded us and how now we decide to, to, to do it going forward into the next generation yeah. yeah 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 you know and and that's the biggest thing so many things whether it be religion politics ethics uh you know so social uh, justice issues and whatnot or injustice issues whatever so many times the reason all of that stuff you know you never break the chain of cycle because one thing is taught to someone else and that person teaches it exactly to the next person and then the next person teaches it exactly to the next person so you're six seven eight nine ten uh, uh, generations down the line or lineages down the line and something that is so out of date and defunct based off of the way everything else has evolved is still being taught the same way and you know what i mean it's like nobody gets to learn anything new you know so it's like it's it's up to us to make sure that we kind of take the stuff we learn, tweak it to our advantage, keep in mind what's happening in the world and how things are moving forward, and change it up a bit. You know, so for me, for us, we're we're not focused on tagging religion to our kids and making sure they they they, they stay tagged. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? No, no, absolutely. It's, yeah, you gotta break yeah. that generational cycle. Yeah. Uh, um but also on on that tip that you're talking about to segue that with um the uh control that re that religion has and i guess that's kind of the point too of, of it you know to you know be on this uh one mindset i remember reading this article um where uh a woman you know same thing grew you know grew up in the church all that stuff and, and her and her uh I don't know if they're still married, but let's say just her husband <clears throat> at the time, at the time of the article, they both grew up and all that stuff. And she was getting married and every, yeah, she was, she was engaged and everybody was like, okay. And at the, um, the, uh, let's say the service was on Friday, but then they would, the service one, no, no, wait, no, no, no. The wedding was on Friday and the service was on Sunday. So, she and it was it was mainly about like the virg, uh, the virginity and stuff like that. So so she would you know walk down, you know the church aisle and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, you know, like we can't wait for you to get married, blah blah blah. It's gonna be great. She's like, okay, great. And then like on the the 
you know, she got married over the weekend and then on Sunday she came, she, you know, walks in and like everybody's like looking at her and it's like, the fuck, you know, like, because to them, they know, oh, they must have like done it obviously because, you know, you married and people are like, cause she was holding, she, she felt pride. She, she felt pride holding on to, to her virginity because she was raised in, she was raised in the church. So that's what you're supposed to do to hold on, yeah. to hold on to that stuff. So like on Sunday, they're like, all right, you know, we assume that, you know, in their head, they assume that they, they did it. But, like, she was like, no, I'm not, like, I'm not, you know, t- like, t- you know, like, uh, taking the shield off. But, like, she yeah. she realized, like, wow, like, that this was her identity now. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, like, when she was um with her husband, she was, she would be, uh, you know, they're married now. They're married now and everything. She would be ashamed to get undressed in front of him. And he wow. was like, uh, what's good? <laughs> you know, like, well, what's up? And she's like, oh, no. And then she would go into the bathroom and change. And it's like, it's so indoctrinated in your head, you know? Yeah. And I feel, like, so bad about that because, like, in you know, in God's eyes, everything is good. You're married. You got, you know, you you married somebody within a religion, within your religion. Uh-huh. How, you know, th- things couldn't be any more right. But now in your head, you're effed up because... You don't know what your identity is now. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Well. No. That. That is the identity. The, the, well. Yeah. The virgin is. The, the, that is the identity. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. And mm-hmm. that's where it is. You get so consumed. Yeah. And it's like I. I felt so bad. I was reading this article. I was like, Good lord. I was like, I mean, I hope they're all right. But 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 like, you know, it was. I was just like, Damn, man. This this is what like religion does. And and I hate that. And that's and that's what was going on. And like kind of like in a. Uh, uh, you know, me and my ex fiance is a uh, life too, and it was really bad. I remember um, another story was like the oh the story of the of the proposal. So um, you know, I got the ring and everything, and <laughs> we we um go oh and this is an interesting tidbit. We go down to where you took your pictures, your wedding pictures. Um, remember that spot? Um, oh, that's over there, like Chester Ridge, right? Yeah. No. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Chester. No, 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 no. Paramount, Paramount, Paramount. Oh yeah, the one. In, no, the one in Paramount. Yes, yes, that's right. We by the water. Spots down there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. By the water. So like, so that, so that's where I, that's where I uh, proposed, and um, you know, I, I said all my spiel and all that stuff, and then mm-hmm. um, she was like, oh my god, like yes, you know, like oh, of course I marry you, but then like two seconds later, she's like, but wait, did you tell, did you tell my dad? I mean, did you ask my dad? I was like, uh. No. <laughs> she's like, no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta ask him, you gotta ask him. I was like, oh man, and, you know, I was like a little baby, you know, like I, like a little kid, like who got his like toy taken away or like his PS5 taken away. I was like, oh come on, <laughs> you know. She's like, yeah. I was like, oh man, and I was like, all right, all right, fine. So I was, I was nervous, you know, like you would think that I'd be nervous for the freaking proposal but i was more nervous asking the dad even though it was all said and done so i take mm-hmm. i take my phone i call him no she calls him and then i take the phone i was like hello mr blah 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 he's like hello and i was like yeah uh so i <laughs> like i want to marry your daughter and so my dad is like is that all right and all that stuff and he's like well you know i know how you i know how you guys are and you're just gonna do whatever you want to do so all right and I was like, "All right, bye, click." <laughs> oh. oh my gosh! And I was, I was like, "Yeah, well, I asked them. I mean, you were right in front of me, you know." And like, you, you know, um, 
her and I were like extremely happy and you know like and then I remember later that night we posted it and like I, and I'm so mad because I I had the pictures of the people who gave me like love and I just distinctly remember you giving me so much love and I wanted to have it for the podcast but I could never find it again and I was so angry but like you were so happy like oh my god I've known this guy like my whole life and yo yeah. you know like you know the, my ex-fiance's name you're like yeah like he's gonna be a great husband blah blah, blah. you're gonna love it and, and all that stuff and I was just so happy and like I remember it's just like you know even though this was great it's still he, he he still wasn't happy with it. You know what I mean? He never really congratulated uh-huh. me. The mom really never congratulated me. Like the, I like the dad, I can understand cause whatever, but like the mom, yo, she liked me, but like, she did not, she was like, nah, this, no, she's not going to marry him. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. was just focused on that. And I was just so angry about that. Cause she was the one who really wanted to like indoctrinate me. Every time I was over, I would say hi to the dad, you know, be pleasant and he'd be fine. But, like, she was always the one who was hitting me with a Bible scripture, like, when I came in and when I was leaving. And I was like, yeah. yo, you need to stop. <laughs> you know, I mean, granted, I know you're elders. This is what you do for, like, a living, <laughs> you know. But, like, you need to really stop doing that. And it was just, you know, it was just horrible. And then I remember, of course, you know, we broke up and, uh, and um, and like, that was it. But I remember th- three years later, I was, you know, in uh, – I was in uh, Jersey. I was in a – what's called a Bo- – uh, Bobby's Burger Palace in Jersey. So so for the people in Jersey who know where that is, that's uh, Bobby listen, Fl- Bobby listen, Flay's place. Let, me, let me tell you. First of all, is this still open? I I would assume so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Listen, man. When, when I moved – when we moved back up to New York for that little stint, yeah, me and me and Z lived at Bobby's Burger Palace. <laughs> oh my god, they put me on, not put me on, but I remember um, I loved Simply Lemonade. That's when I first started drinking Simply Lemonade. And oh, okay, I, I was like, I can't, and that's what they have, like mm. that's their lemonade, their house lemonade. You okay, know? okay. Oh my god, but Bobby's Burger Palace was lit, man. <laughs> I'm glad they're still open. Cause yeah. Next time we come up, we need to go hit that up. But anyway. Oh so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, we'll hit that up. <laughs> No, no, no. We'll definitely hit that up. Definitely. Um, But yeah, I was there. So this was around like 2015. We broke up in 2012. So like, again, like we're far removed, three years. And I was there with a friend and her cousin. So just eating, whatever. And then like I see across the room, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? over there and i see that it's my ex-fiance's parents and i'm like shit <laughs> i'm like they're right there and then i'm like yo that's my ex-fiance's parents and then my friend was, and my friend was like really they're like where and i'm like bitch stop pointing man what are you doing <laughs> like i don't want to cause attention you know and and then like we just eat we just eat and then bam he uh, like he sees me and was like fuck so like he just he gets up and he walks he wa- he walks to me. I'm like, oh shit. And I'm like, oh hey, Mr. Blah, blah. He's like, oh hi Martini, how are you doing? I was like, I'm good, I'm good. And like, I don't know, for some reason, like, he was just super pleasant with me. And like he never he never said like I don't know, but like it almost like he wanted to say like sorry for what, what happened. You know what I mean? But like he never said those words. He was just like I hope you're doing good. I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, I, I am. Th- thank you so much. Like, I hope you're doing good. He's like, yeah, you know, like, I, I, I am. 
And then, you know, he's like, all right, well, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll catch you later. And I was like, yeah, all right, no problem. And then, like, he leaves. And I'm like, wow, like, was that, like, an apology or something like that? And I was, But I accepted it because, like, he, he seemed so sincere. But yeah. the mom never looked at me, never moved her seat, nothing. I was like, you bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was so angry. I was like, yep, that's true to form. You know what I'm saying? Like, there you go. Like, that's you. That's classic you. Thank you so much for not even looking my way. You know what I mean? Like, she was just, I don't know. She was on her phone playing words with friends or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just, I was like, wow, man. But, like, I'm, I, I, I really gave, I really give my ex-fiance's dad's props for that. For he, cause he yeah. didn't, he didn't have to do that at all. He could have just ate his food, drank his simply lemonade, and, you know, <laughs> and just, and just peace out. But he came to me as a man and was like, you know, he, he, you know, whatever. Like, you know, he gave yeah, me the, daps the or whatever. Best, the best way a man could apologize, kind of overtly. <laughs> yeah, you know what just, I'm saying. Just circling around the apology, it's like I'm in the vicinity of an apology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So like, I was, I was, I was happy about that, you know. So like, that that was cool. But but again, to go back to the religion thing, okay. My ex fiance with her husband, super, he's super religious. They found each other in the church, so I'm sure they're fucking happy. And I'm sure the mom was like, "See, this is the guy." Who yeah. she she should have been with, you know what yeah. I mean? So like you know she they they are all probably one big happy family ride as rain, you know. So there you go, it it, it worked out for them. But like yeah, that yeah. really that really just hurt that like that whole like man of God thing. But um, but I'm glad with you know, Pastor Call like you know he he really like changed my perspective on things. And I like that pot stirrer thing because I think I am that. But go on, I'm sorry. Yeah, oh no, definitely. But yeah, what were you saying yeah, before? That- I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, like, the weirdest thing when it comes to the religion aspect is, yeah. like, it it seems like the super religious folks are always the most judgmental folks. Oh, hell yeah. What? You know what I mean? And that's the, that's the you know, contradictions and, and, and inconsistency that I can't stand with Bible thumpers. You know mm. what I mean? It's like, <laughs> Bible <you can't>, thumpers. <laughs> Yo, know, listen, you can't, you can't sit here and preach your ass off to me about God's word. And then, you know, be as judgmental as you are in your own life. Like, that shit don't make no fucking sense, you know? Yeah, so that's yeah. why for me, you know what I'm saying, when I send that voice note ranting and raving about about religion, it's like, again, man, I appreciate religion and I acknowledge religion, obviously. But it's like, you know what I'm saying, if you won't go hard and be 100%, then go hard and be 100% the entire time every single aspect of your life if that's what you decide you want to be because you can't try to front like that's what you're doing and then in the cut in the shadows you being everything that the bible or the you know the the what, whatever book it is you decide to, to to follow you being everything that that book is telling you not to be you know what I mean? But come Sunday or Saturday or Wednesday or whatever day it is that you go and praise in, in your respective church or your, your respective place of worship, you know what I mean? You out here trying to be 100%, but as soon as you leave, maybe you're about 65, 70. You know what I mean? So so your words don't mean shit to me, you know? At the right. end of the day, your, your words mean absolutely nothing to me because this is anything on my wife's side, you know? She, she had super religious folks who who, you know, I, I don't, again, I'm not here to blast anybody's religion at all, you know what I mean? So it doesn't even matter what religion she is. 
um, her family is or whatnot. But it's like you got folks that are super religious and and they follow these ideas of love and inclusion and 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 all of that. And then here you go in real life, not wanting to love and include somebody because they don't look like you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So so it's like, where's the where's the logic in that? You know? So yeah. And 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 the issue. The issue with with me and my wife and that that family dynamic wasn't wasn't religious, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you know it, it was it, it was race it was racial, you know, and not not in a sense of you know like being racist necessarily, but just you know what I mean, just being ignorant. At the end of the day, I, you know, because I'm not gonna sit here and say that my my wife's family is racist. I don't think it's that they're racist. It's just, you know, they grew up around people who look like them. And then, you know what I mean? And the other folks look a different way. And, and that's where they grew up. And then, you know, the two don't grow up together. So, you know, now the two don't like each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just how it works. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's that's everywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and that's and that goes from 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 race to religion to class to you know all types of different things it's and and that's why you know similar to what i was saying before as far as not always lumping everything into religion it's not always religion it's not always politics it's not you know same thing with like you know talking about black lives don't matter you know stop killing black men in the middle of the streets oh we don't want to talk politics what the fuck is political about me saying i would like to be able to walk down the street and not get shot (laughs) right Mm-hmm. What is political about that? You know what I mean. So yeah. we we fall into this trap where we have to label everything uh, behind some kind of umbrella idealism, just so we could then say, "Oh no, you you know we're not. We can't talk about that. We can't talk politics. We can't talk religion. We can't talk race." You know. Yeah. So the things that I experience again, I don't want to lump it up and say it was race. No, it's not. It, it, it's not necessarily race. It's just that you know. People. Some people look one way. Some people look another way. Some people think one way. Some people think another way. Some people feel one way. Some people feel another way. And you're used to what you're used to. And that's and and that's what you follow. You yeah. know. So mm-hmm. it's like I told you with me. You know, by the time it got to the point where I was ready to propose to my wife, you know, there wasn't a relationship there with her with her parents that even enabled me to think about <laughs> reaching out to them and, and giving <laughs> them a heads up first or asking for permission or acceptance or whatever that is. I was like, man, shit, we, we've been left. That, we've been past that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. That's tra- That's right. Been left the station. You know what I mean? so, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, you know, the best I could do was reach out to, you know, her sister and her cousin. And I did that at least cause I wanted them to know, for you know, I, I wanted, you know, somebody in her family to know. And, you know, to a certain extent, I wanted somebody in her family to be happy for me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and I say that, and I do say that selfishly, you know, specifically say happy for me, because obviously I I already knew and hoped that they would be happy for her. Mm-hmm. But as somebody who had to deal with, you know, the issues that I dealt with with her family throughout our relationship, I wanted somebody on her fan in on her side to be happy for me as well. Happy that I was the guy that was, you know, eventually going to to, to marry her and be a part of their family to a certain extent, you know. Yeah. So um, one thing I did do, though, I'll tell you a real quick story early on in our relationship. So I had mentioned last time where, you know, again, 
in the beginning, she told me straight up. She's like, yo, just so you know, like, this can't ever get serious. Like, you know, because she knew, you know what I mean? She mm-hmm. knew the dynamic of, of her family, obviously. Mm-hmm. And she knew what she knew what, what they expected of her or whatnot. And she told me straight up, like, you know, it's, it's not, this ain't going to go nowhere. This can't ever be serious. This can't ever get to the finish line. There is no end game because, you know, there's this, 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 and that, that is just not going to allow for us to be together for the long term, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, at the time, I don't give a fuck. Man. I'm just trying to get with you right now. Like, you know, I could care less right. what's going to happen later on. Like, what are we doing tonight? Baby? Right? <laughs> Facts. <You know? laughs> what is this future stuff you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So, mm. so, you know, I knew from jump. See, you know, it wasn't a surprise, you know, but yeah. um, as we did, as we did continue to kind of, you know, get closer and, and really, really fall in love and, and that move forward, you know, it's like, I wrote a letter to her parents, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. And I remember, yeah, I remember writing us this handwritten letter. Um, oh shit. Handwritten? Exactly what, what I, what I wrote in there. And I'm not even a hope sure. I know. I, I feel like we've talked about it briefly. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if she said she knew about it or not, if she ever saw it or not. I can't remember. Mm. Um, but I wrote, I, I, I wrote them a letter handwritten and, just pretty much kind of like telling them who I am and like, you know, that what my intentions are kind of, you know, I come from a good family, you know, and I, you know, went to school and, 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 you know, I have a good job, responsible, you know, like, I, I, you know, and, and at this point I, I know they, they knew something was up, you know what I mean? And right. as far as, cause again, I had, she had tried, we got to a point where, you know, even though she told me, hey, this is never going anywhere, mm-hmm. we got to a point where she was like, you know what? I'm going to try to bring you over. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. come meet my parents. You know what I mean? Sheesh. You know, like like I said last time, my daughter, my daughter, my wife is is an absolute sweetheart. You know what I mean? She's the sweetest person in the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the longest time, even to this day, you know what I mean? She always has hope that, you know, things can just be just amazing with with between me and her entire family. You know, and that's another thing. Let me let me preface too, as we com- continue to talk. It's like it ain't all of them. It's, it's definitely not all of them. <laughs> right. It's nowhere near all of them because mm-hmm. there are some absolutely amazing, amazing people in her family who have been amazing from day one and continue to be amazing. You know, almost fifteen years total in now. You know what I mean? Like, right. So let me say, make that clear. You know. Sure. Um, but she. She tried, you know, she's like, she she brought me over and whatnot. And of course it was, it was tough. It was tense, you know, some very awkward situations, situations <laughs> but like awkward conversations and mm-hmm. whatnot, you know what I mean? But, but she tried, you know, we, we gave it a shot, but you know, like I said, I wrote them a letter and, and it's like, I, I was legit, like, just kind of like, here's who I am. Like, I'm, I, I promise you, I'm not a scumbag. I promise you, I'm not you know, whatever it is you may think I might be, you know what I mean? Like, I legitimately really, really care for your daughter. And that's, you know, I, I try to be as as, as vulnerable and naked as possible. And in hindsight, it's like, you know, it, 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 it feels and looks and sounds crazy because it's like, I shouldn't have to do that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But but at the same time, you know, it's it's a situation where it's like, I know what this girl feels about her family. I know how she holds up family because I hold up family that same way. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I completely understand that. And if the roles were reversed, you know what I mean? Like, I would hope that 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 she was trying to do any and everything in her power to, to build a relationship with my family too, you know? So I was like, you know what? Like I, 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 I had to, you know, at that time I had to. So I don't, I don't, again, I don't think ever, anything ever came up with it, came up from it. I don't, you know, we never had a conversation about it. Like, it's not like me and her fans ever wrote. Again, to this day, they may not have ever even seen it. Cause again, the one time I think I mentioned it to, 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 to my wife, I'm not hundred percent sure what the outcome was. I can't remember. She's going to kill me. But I remember <laughs> it, especially if it was something like, elaborate and it's like mm-hmm. how do you how do you forget <laughs> but, you right. know but that's what i had to do you know that's what i had to do at the time and that's one of those things where again like you know sometimes you have to you know bite the bullet and seek acceptance and and go out of your way to search for acceptance and it's like eh, you know i shouldn't have to do this but i understand why i i need to you mm-hmm. know so. yeah um all right so Back in your episode, episode 37, you said that you made a covenant with your wife that you wanted to spend the rest of your life together with her. So you decided to have a baby. How in the world did you have the strength or even the gall to even do that, knowing that the parents didn't like you? Marriage is one thing, but a baby is forever. A baby outlasts you. How were you so sure and how the hell did you have a I don't give a fuck attitude and was like I'm gonna do this regardless of you? You you just answer, you just answered the question. <laughs> you, you, seriously, you you really just answered the question. Mm-hmm. Like we we got to a point in our relationship. Now when I say we, again I don't wanna speak for her, but I would more like to say she got to a point in 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 our relationship where it was i don't give a fuck this is what i want this is what's best for me Mm -hmm. this is what makes me happy and i'm gonna do it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so so once once you get to that point you already you already know me i'm a i'm already and i don't give a fuck type of (laughs) yeah yeah exactly (laughs) And, and that's one thing and that's one thing i will say let me tell you man like throughout my life there's been very minimal times where i was where where my I don't give a fuck about what you think attitude has been tested, mm-hmm. tested to the point where it turned into all right maybe I kind of give a fuck so let me maybe I give maybe I give a and, fuck a little <laughs> you know most of those times involve her right <laughs> you know what I mean mm-hmm. most of those times involve her because yeah. when it comes to when it comes to when it comes to my wife and a having her happy and b having her beside me yeah I, I, you know i give a fuck yeah yeah so so any situation where normally i wouldn't care about but you know one of those two things are threatened oh oh trust i i make sure i pay attention you know so so but it got to that point so i say that to say that obviously Long before we got to that point, I had already reached the I'm done section of the trying to have everybody accept me. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. I, you know, I think 
I think I tried to do a pretty good job of being accepted. Mm. I think I went out of my way to try to be accepted. And it eventually got to the point where I was like, yo, this isn't going to work. It's not going to happen. So I'm just going to, I'm done. I'm done trying, you know? Mm. So I had already gotten to that point. And for me, it was being in a corner, hoping and praying that she could eventually get to that point before she gets to the point of, hey, babe, this isn't working out. My family is not going to like you. I think we need to break it up. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think we need to end, you know. And one thing I would, till this day, I always have them do, you know, I, I mentioned the whole thing about, um, I mentioned the whole thing about not, I would never want her to convert. Yeah. One of the other things I always said, I would never, ever ask her, make her, or even give her the inclination that I would want her to have to choose between me and her family. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there may have been people on her side of the family who did not feel that same way and who may have told her or asked her or given her the impression that she needed to choose. Yeah. And I was like, she ain't going to get that from both sides. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I looked at it like, I'm assuming she's already getting that on her side, mm-hmm. on that side. Yeah. I don't, I don't need to add to it on this side too. So sure. there's not going to be a tug of war. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that for her. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So my hope and prayer was always that I could, I can, it was a race pretty much. I, I looked at it as a race. It's like, I need to make sure she falls completely in love with me to the point where she wants to be with me no matter what, I need to get to that point first. I need to get there before she gets to a point where she says, no, no, my family is way more important to me right now. And if they don't like this guy, then, then I can't be with him. So it was a race. It mm-hmm. was a race to get to those two end games, you know? Yeah. So I'd like to say I won. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, but that's what it was, you know, when it got to a point where, we had that conversation and we knew what we wanted for ourselves and we knew what we wanted for our future, what we wanted to build and we're ready to start building. And we knew that, you know, we got to that and it was like, Hey, let's, let's have a baby. You know, I knew for sure that, Oh yeah, she got to that point. She was like, no, this is what I want. I want to be with this man. I want to build with this man and I don't care who doesn't agree with it. I'm going to do what I want to do. And you know, here we are <laughs> yeah you know i'll be completely honest and we've had little conversations around this and not not like necessarily too in depth but we've talked about it where it's like you know again you you can never do the ifs and the whole sliding doors and the alternate realities you know but i sometimes wonder like how things may have been different if 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 the 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 pregnancy aspect wasn't involved you know could have the, the the engagement and eventual wedding could have could could that have gone through you know as smoothly as it did if not for having a child already you know play a role in that if you know what i'm saying you yeah, know? yeah 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 so 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 i always kind of think about that i was like i wonder if if you know because to your point you know saying hey let's get married is one thing but Hey, having a kid is completely different. Completely. So if it was done the other way around, you know, how would things have kind of gone through? How would that whole situation kind of play out? I mean, we'll never know. But again, when we got to that point, it was just like, nope, I'm done. Like I'm done trying to, 
I'm done trying, you know, and that's another thing too. It's like when you keep trying and trying and trying and trying and trying, if, if everybody's not trying, then it's like, all right, well, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, you get to a point where it's like, no, I'm going to do what makes me happy. And that's that. And that, that's where we got, that's where we got. Yeah, that's yeah. When you told me that thing, you're like, "F it, man, we're gonna." Oh, like you know, you were I don't know by the water or something like that, and you're like, "Yo, like yeah. let's let's do it," you know. And then you conceived, you know, your your first child, which is also my godchild. It's just like, whoa, <laughs> like that's such a big thing. Like without the like, and and not to say that you guys were on like rocky roads, or whatever, but like you don't know what the future holds. But you're just like, nah, we're gonna have this baby, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like oh my god and then like the parents are aren't necessarily on your side too that's like that's such a that's such a ballsy move that is such a ballsy move like, that, that, that's crazy but um so um okay so you said it like fif- like 15 years later like how is the relationship with the parents or with the family you know like are they are, are we still in the same place or they're like all right well this this dude ain't leaving so like all right <laughs> so, apparently he's not going anywhere <laughs> so. Yeah, so, so like i said I, again it's it's not everybody you right yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and and then now and then now 15 years later it's it's not many you know so mm. and there's the, the relationships have absolutely involved evolved you know there's been okay. a lot of different things happen um here and there and whatnot were you able um, to convert there... anybody what's that were you able were you able to convert anybody like people were like team team your wife and then now it's like oh no okay he is good uh, <laughs> it's it's tough to say okay okay it's tough to say mm-hmm. but like <clears throat> um there were i'd say there were some members of Let's put it like this. There were some members of her family that for the longest time, their relationship was fractured, where now the relationship is not fractured anymore. Okay. You know what I mean? That's something. So I'd say definitely, definitely on her side, it it improved dramatically, you know, because again, to your point, I would think it's, it. you get to a point where it's like, okay, it's almost 15 years, two kids, vow renewal. You know oh yeah, like, I forgot. Like, <laughs> yeah. They seem pretty fucking happy together. Like, mm-hmm. I guess this guy's not terrible. You know? <laughs> I guess he's okay. <laughs> I mean, he's alright. I guess. You know I I, I, mean? I guess we can invite him to dinner now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? So, but but again, it's I, I think it, it gets to a point where it's like, all right, you know, it is what it is. It's accepted, and you move on. Now, the one thing I will say is that. Again, for me, I eventually got to a point where I was just like, I don't care. The people who the people who don't, you know, want to know me or get to know me, that's fine. You don't need to. Yeah. You know, as long as you don't disrespect my kids when they're around you, that's fine. I, I could care less. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I it's tough for me to say if anybody's kind of converted or come come from, you know, come along the, the, the battle lines or whatever, because I stopped caring about those few you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. and my focus and my energy has always continued to be on the absolute amazing members of her family that have treated me like family from day one and there's so many you know what i mean like there's there you know like again i, I don't know if you could remember but you know there was a, a, a bunch of her family at our wedding that came through and had an amazing time and mm-hmm. and you know got to meet got to meet our side of the family and all kind of you know and that's the biggest thing man when it comes to a wedding the, the whole 
the whole allure of a wedding is bringing two families together. It's not just bringing two people together. Yeah. You know? and, yeah. I, and I think I think that gets lost in the sauce of a, of a wedding and, and a marriage. You know what I mean? It's like, yes, of course, you're looking at the, you know, the two people who are, you know, coming together to start a marriage. I get that. Those are the two main people. But at the same time, they are simply the representatives of, of their respective families. This A wedding and a marriage brings two families together. It doesn't just bring two people together, you know, and, and not, not enough people focus on that aspect of it because <clears throat> there's far too many times where I hear these horror stories about, you know, people who show up to a wedding you know, salty and mad because they may not agree with it or, or you know, why are you even here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, come, don't come eat my, my prime rib and, and drink my, my, my uh, open bar Yeah, just so you could be salty in a corner yeah. and mad all, day, all night. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's supposed to be a great environment, you know? So yeah. that's one thing I remember more than anything. It's like, look, we, we invited as many of her family members as possible. And I sat there and I hoped and I prayed that a whole bunch of them would show up, you know, cause that mm-hmm. was my biggest concern was like, I already knew, I knew what effect it would have on her. If God forbid, nobody showed up. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? You know what I'm saying? And, and then, and then everybody would have like speculation, like, Whoa, you know, exactly. like, yeah, it would have exactly. been so bad. Oh my God. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing, you know, and I told you throughout the throughout the planning process and whatnot, I felt like someone marrying into my own family. Legit. Like that's how they took that's how they took my wife in. That's how my family took my wife in. Is that I felt like the in law coming in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They treated her like she was born and bred within them. You know what I mean? Which which was amazing. So they knew the situation and mm-hmm. they wanted to make sure that A, they had that she had everything she wanted on her wedding day and B, same thing. They're like, you you know, cause I had conversations with them. I was like, do I even invite her family? She's like, and, and my family is like, absolutely. You send an invitation to every single one of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Every single one of them. Cause, cause you know, my, my, my mom, my aunts, you know, they're like, they, they absolutely deserve the right to be here if they want to be here. You know what I mean? It's like every, everyone gets an invitation and we legit sent, you know, we sent invitations to everybody, mm-hmm. even people that we knew for sure without a shadow of doubt were likely not going to come. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, for me, it was different. You know, there were some there were some cousins and whatnot that obviously we I have I was already cool with some some aunts and stuff that I had already met here and there, you know, so kind of, again, hope that they would show for sure and would come for sure. She had family in the bridal party, you know, which which was great, you know. So, but leading up to it the whole time, I'm just thinking, man, like, damn, like, for her sake, I was like, I really hope her family shows up, you know. And, boy, did they show up, you know. And it's yeah. like, those family members that, you know, there's, you'll never not hear me say this. Like, the people who showed up to that wedding, are those, those first and foremost, are the frontline in-laws, you know. What I mean? <laughs> That's family for life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's legit family right there because they too understood the dynamic. They understood what was going on, and you know what I'm saying. They they made their choice and decision to pull up and and support and be a part of our you know the beginning of our future. So 
So, you know, that was super dope for me, you know? So, so those are the folks that I, I'm always in touch with. Those are the folks that if we pop up into New York, you know what I mean? We try to, you know, whether it's New York or Jersey, if we're in town, we do our very best to try to go see them just to say hi, you know what I'm saying? Make sure the kids don't know those aunties, those uncles, those cousins, you know, whatever. Like, again, it's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna focus. I got to a point where I told myself, I'm not going to continue focusing time on trying to get people to accept and like me. I'm going to focus all of that time on maintaining the relationships with the people who already do, you know what I mean? And strengthening those relationships. So, you know, that was, that was always my focus. <clears throat> yeah. 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 It, it's just, it, yeah. It's so funny. Cause, um, no, you you should ab- you should absolutely uh do just that and uh, just just focus on people who want uh you in their life, you know what I mean? And, and like that's it. it. I mean, like not to necessarily go too off, but I've been learning that um th- I guess the past couple of weeks uh <laughs> and uh, uh, not ironically, but like unfortunately like with women. You know what I mean? Cuz like I remember um like uh like in I guess in December I was supposed to, um, well, okay, so there's, like, I have a friend, you know, who I obviously follow on, like, Instagram, whatever, and she would just keep posting pictures of, um, pictures of, uh, the, the skyline, the, uh, New York skyline, but, like, from, like, a view from, like, Jersey or whatever, or, you know, like, on a pier. I'm like, oh, snap, like, do- like those are pretty, like, dope spots. She's like, yeah, you know, I want to, like, go to those, whatever, and I'm like, yo, like, why don't, like, you and I, like make an adventure out of it, you know what I'm saying? Like let's go to all the places that you keep posting about, and like just you know just you know just hang out and whatever, you know. What I mean, I thought she was cute too. It's like you know what's good, you know. She's like, oh my god, I'm like yeah, like that'd be awesome. I'm like, all right, cool. But I was like, yo, let's not go now because it's November. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's <laughs> let's go when you know it's closer to the summertime or whatever, or at least when it gets warmer, like springtime, or whatever. So I was like, all right, cool. So. We didn't really like bring anything up or, or whatever, and then like it became March, and then it kind of got kind of sunny. And then you know how March is; it's always like freaking like rain and all that stuff. So I was like, "Oh, f that." Yeah. Then it finally got to May. So finally, get like good stints of like sun. And I was like, "Yo, hey, what's up? What's 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 going on? Like, hey, let's do this. Like, what's up?" And then like nothing, like tumbleweeds. And I'm like, "What?" Then I'm like, "Oh, okay. You know, maybe she doesn't like. Maybe it's like uh, I don't know. Maybe." like there's like bread that you know she can't like dole out whatever i'm like oh look and i i gave her a text i was like yo what's up i was like listen like you know we you and i like can go to like uh you know the imperial port in like jersey freaking go to you know i'll i'll park i'll pick you up i'll park you know i'll pay for parking whatever it's nothing and then we'll just go to the places like we shouldn't let you know like something like money hinder us from like having a good time you know what i mean again nothing i'm just like the fuck and like we've and like she and like i took offense to that because like she really wanted to do this with me and i'm just like you know what man like i'm just gonna just concentrate on me so like like i mean this summer i mean i invited i'm mean, uh a friend of mine who's coming from uh new mexico like we're gonna see each other um uh what is it we're gonna see each other um Ju- oh july 4th weekend I was like, yo, you want to go? She's like, hell yeah. Like, that sounds like an awesome idea. So I was like, yo, F it, man. Yo, just concentrate on the people who, like, care about you. You know what I mean? Like, and that happened, like, two other times as well. I mean, right now I'm I'm losing the, the stories. But it's just like, like, I don't understand. It's like, all right, you don't want me. Like, I, I don't, I want to give, 
less and less time for you to like hurt me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to give you, I'm not going <laughs> to give you that many times. You know, just like, Oh, okay. Like, Oh, you don't want to do this thing. And then, you know, I, I give out the olive branch. Oh, that's it. All right. Boom. Done. I'm done with you. All right. Let's move it yeah. on. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's it. So yeah, that's what, you, that's what you pretty much got to do too. So I'm glad that you're just really focusing on, um, the people who want you to be there, the people who care about you, and yeah. and just cultivate and grow that relationship. And the people who... Yeah, yeah, exactly. The people who are, like, on the tail ends or whatever, like, yo, I gave you 15 years to hop on this train. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's not my fault. I'm not going to be angry at you. I'm not going to be mean to you. Yeah. But it's like, mm, I mean, everybody's having a good time over here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you it's, know? A pretty, it's a pretty cool train. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's chilling on this side. So I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Know it's funny. I remember um, when we, like, early on when we were dating, there was a party at our place. And uh, tons of family came over and whatnot. Like, even flew in from New York and Jersey. Oh, wow. And she invited me. And this was early, early on, you know. And, and um, you know, there was some other people that she invited. You know, her best friend was there, her best friend's boyfriend at the time. You know, like, I think um, I think even I had a cousin in town. I was like, yo, come with me, you know what I mean? So, so at least, you know, I had, like, a little group of people that I knew separate from her family because I was like, you know, I'm going to this event at her family's and I already know what the vibe is. So. <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, so I get there and I am like paranoid, super paranoid, you know? Cause, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's like, you know, I'm being introduced casually as a friend, obviously, you know? Yeah. But like, I could tell that as I'm being introduced to certain people, certain people are kind of like, I, you know, you could get the vibe and I'm like, Oh yeah, this person definitely not buying this friend bullshit. Yeah, you know right. I mean? like, who 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 introduces friends? <laughs> you know what I mean? like, like, yeah, nah, you got plenty of friends here, and you ain't come introducing them. Like, there ain't no motherfucking friends, bro. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, yeah. So I was getting those vibes, so it was really awkward for me because then I'm sitting here like, okay, like I, I find myself every time she introduced me to somebody in my mind is like, okay. Are, are they okay with it? Mm -hmm. are, they, are they accepting me? No? <laughs> yes, no. Are we cool? No. Yeah. Is this person? Ooh, I don't think this person's down. Nope. This you know, so I find myself legit like playing Where's Waldo in the room. Like, okay, where's, the, where's the ones that are not fucking with me? And yeah, right. That, that that I might be able to be cool with. You, you know, you try to be and, you try to be a body language expert. Like, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> like they're looking at and, me and crazy and like clockwork, yo. I'm sitting there and I'm in the cut. And, and the other thing was, I was kind of, I don't want to say mad, but a little annoyed too, because it's like, Hey, you know, like you invited me, I'm here, mm -hmm. you know, the vibe, you know, the situation. Yeah. And I understand it's your family and you're mingling, you're with your family, but you know, like help me out. You know, what I, mean? <laughs> like, you know like, I, I didn't feel like she was doing a good enough job, like kind of like hey come come here come hang you know with you know kind of like being able to navigate to be able to say hey you can come talk to this group here this group is gonna be okay with yeah, you. yeah 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 you, you, you know what i mean yeah like, yeah yeah, like, yeah. i can so leave like, i can I leave like, you I with this group some, I, yeah i needed some of that kind of navigation so i'm not just kind of flying blind yeah because i'm a social person but at the same time if i already know there's a vibe i'm not gonna you know what i mean be in there trying to talk to you if if you ain't trying to hear it yeah you know mm-hmm I, I I'm not trying to be there and be fake, so 
like there were there were two members of her family and till this day they remain to be two of my favorites that that I don't know if they knew off top if they got the vibe if they just kind of you know peeped it that night but they knew somehow some way they knew and they came and snatched me up come dance you know come on out and dance like dancing and whatnot having a good time cracking jokes conversation like completely broke the ice for me you know what i mean like yeah, those yeah. two and they were i mean absolutely amazing absolutely amazing and then you know they were the ones that kind of was like hey hey come come here come meet, come talk to this person here you know hey let's have a conversation over here okay let's go over here and crack some jokes over here you know what i mean so you, you know that like again there's those are the folks where you know again when i when i think of you know, have an amazing relationship with your in-laws, you know, like, you know, there's that group that I know who, who, who have always been down. I've always been right or die no matter what, you know, and I appreciate that because it's good. It's good to have, you know, because again, if it was everybody, then it'd be, it would suck. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It would definitely suck if it was everybody, but you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's great to, to be able to know that there is a good portion of a family, at least that, you know, I have an amazing relationship with and, and I'm able to kind of lean on, which is dope. So no, 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 definitely not. That's freaking awesome. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for that, but like, no, but like, that's a good segue to uh part two with, you know, talking about family and we're going to be, t- so we talked about, you know, th- part one was their parents and about the significant other, but this one is part two and it's our parents and how mm-hmm. they influenced our relationships you know with 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 uh with them pretty much and um i I mean i'll start again because i think this is a good one because even even this thing like literally happened last night and i was like oh my god so like my of course um everybody knows on on the podcast you know i live with my parents i'm 41 we've we've already uh discussed this but um the the main topic is pretty much like uh growing up and stifling potential essentially so like I remember when I was younger, you know, with um, I, I, I mean, I I was never allowed to go out, like like never, you know, I couldn't go to like the parties or or anything like that, and you know, my parents would be like, oh, like you'll be like you'll. I don't want you hanging out with like, you know, bad people or whatever. Or, you know, I, you know, kind of use the excuse like, well, you know, Ricardo's going. <laughs> like, can I go? <laughs> you know, like sometimes that would work. Sometimes it wouldn't just because, you yeah. know, like the party would like be like, they would know that'd be like, oh, even though you're there, like it'd be too much, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I feel that with all those times that, um, I missed out on things, like I missed out on growth because like when I grow up, all those people that kind of like maybe they didn't want me to hang out with or just they thought maybe I'd be like a bad influence or or, or whatever. Not necessarily saying you, whatever, but like those mm-hmm. people now are married with kids and then they're looking at me like, hey, so uh, what's going on? Where's my grandkid? And I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, well, if you, you know, if I was able to like go out. And so I'm not saying, yeah. you know, I wasn't saying that I would have met my wife, but like I missed, I feel like I missed out on like a lot of just, uh, uh, just personal, personable conversations and stuff like that. Cause like, and yeah, it, yeah, social interaction too. I think right. that's another thing. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Cause like, yeah, yeah like sometimes. Um, well, actually, I don't even know the last time you, me, and uh, a mutual friend, like uh, the one that I'm thinking about, like hung out, hung out with each other. But like, and again, I'm not saying I'm envious or jealous. But like, when you 
two would talk, I'm like, damn, like, because I know you two went through a multitude of things and a multitude of stories that you guys can, like, yeah. uh, you know, uh, just have. And I'm like, damn, like, I miss out on all of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and but also, again, you and uh, the person I'm thinking about, you know, got kids, married, all that stuff. And, and I'm like, wh- and my parents are, like, looking at me like, oh, you know. What happened? Like, how come you don't have anybody? Like, no one's gonna, like, you you don't like anybody? And I'm like, I like a lot of people, Dad. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Trust me. Tough to do anything about it if I'm stuck in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, so it's and it's it sucks because like sometimes like not even sometimes, at times I'm embarrassed to share my friends' accolades because I know they'll use it against me. Like you know like mm-hmm. like when you like share something with me with uh, like your son whatever. Or like you know, with uh, your daughter, you know, just graduating or uh, uh, pre-K, right? Or kindergarten? Yeah, yeah, pre-K. Uh, pre-K, you know, and it's like I'll show them like, oh my god, or 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 like uh, your younger brother ha- having a, a child, you know? I'm like, oh look, mm-hmm. like, oh that's so nice. Where's your child? And I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm like, damn son, you know? So uh, like, ah, it, ah, uh, I don't know. It it just it just irks me like ha- has that like happened to you or anything like that or you have anything to share I mean, on that look i, I think again I, we touched up on it a little bit before you know being being caribbean you know being mm-hmm. haitian mm-hmm. we know the vibes growing up you know the three l's yeah yeah, it, 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 it's home. It's school. It, no, it's school, work, or I'm no sorry, school, church, or home. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean. So that that's it. Those are your options. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's tougher. I think, of course, for you, I feel like it's tougher being an only child. That that tightens the reins a lot. Right. Right. You know, I mm-hmm. think you know when you have siblings, it kind of gives you an opportunity to you know like hey. You know, while you're looking over there checking for him, I'm out. Yeah, I'm going over here doing this. Thing, right, you know? so, right, right, right. Um, but but you know, of course, like those those different ideals and the pressures that are put on you, you know, it's we all experience it to an extent, you know. And I think it's one of those things where getting to a point where, you know, for me, my biggest thing was I had to go away. I wanted to go away. Sure. You know, yeah. like I already knew. You know, I love where 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 we grew up. Home is home. You know. Yeah. Even, you know, I look forward to going back to New, going back up to New York and hanging out in Rockland or whatever, and you know, just just you know, kicking it. You yeah. Know, throughout spring, I, 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 I love I love it. That's mm-hmm. where I grew up. That's where I was raised, and mm-hmm. and 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 whatnot. So that's always gonna be home. Yeah. But I know I got to a point in my life where I was like, I want to get out of here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. You know? And I yeah. knew it because I was like, I wanted to be able to be on my own and make decisions on my own and be be forced to have to make decisions on my own. Mm-hmm. And and more or less, I don't want to say solely based on my my own life and happiness and deal with the consequences or not, but majority based. Because depending on, you know, the, the decisions, you know, you might still seek seek counsel and, you know, call mom and dad for help here and there whatever but yeah, yeah. to be disconnected is is key mm-hmm. you know what i mean and um i know you didn't have that in in a grand sense i know that you know there was a certain point where you were upstate or whatever but yeah yeah um 
I know for me, that was a big part of it. Because not to say like, it, you tr- trying to follow your own path coming from a Caribbean household is difficult. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what? Difficult. Yeah. Extremely difficult. Because again, you're raised being taught specific ideals and specific things where you get to a point where I don't want to say brainwashed, but you can be to a point where you, this is what you think it is, Mm -hmm. whether you believe it or not, it's what you've been told over and over again. So that must be what it is. Yeah. Oh, 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 sorry. And not to cut you off, but also just like you said, with the school church and home, there's, those are the only three places that you can be. Uh, what is it? A lawyer, doctor, and an engineer, the only three jobs that you can yeah. do. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, because remember, for the, I remember for the longest time, I made my choice. So I was like, all right, lawyer it is. That's, that's what, that's what <laughs> I want to do when I was a kid, you know? Yeah. And, and then again, it gets to a point where you're like, nah, man, this isn't what I want to do. You know, like, mm-hmm. I want to do things different. I want to be able to kind of be on my own. So I decided at an early age, I was... I think I was, I don't want to say early age, but in a, I guess in a Caribbean household, it's an early age of mm-hmm. the ripe old age of 23, I think it was, <laughs> <laughs> where I was like, nah, I want to try to go live on my own. Right. I mean, and mm-hmm. just make it work. So that was a big part of it for me. I was able to, and that's a great time period too, because again, now you are technically an adult. You're over 21 and the world is your oyster more or less. So mm-hmm. I had a good you know, solid section of my, of my life where I'm, you know, really getting into my own as an adult Mm. that I was legit living on my own and making my own decisions and, you know, just living my own life. And and that was huge for me. You Mm. know what I mean? That Mm. that was really big for me because I was able to kind of disconnect from a lot of those things that, you know, I just took as, you know, they were supposed to be because that's what I was told they were supposed to be. I was always somebody who questioned everything growing up anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So again, at an early enough age, I was like, eh, maybe there's, maybe I can kind of go do something different and mm-hmm. be on my own and see what happens and just kind of move forward that way, you know? So I'm glad I did because again, I know, especially living here now, now that I live down in Florida, mm-hmm. I, I realize how many people down here are not doing the same thing? Mm-hmm. Like, I meet so many people who are, you know, my age, maybe younger, you know, our age, maybe a little bit younger. And they're like, you know, they've never left the town that they're from or never left mm-hmm. Orlando. I know people who, who've lived in the Orlando area. Now here's the thing coming from New York, you know, you think big cities, you know, Manhattan, even if you think of Los Angeles, Miami, you think of these big cities and in your mind, you don't necessarily think of Orlando in that sense. Yeah. But Orlando's a pretty solid sized city. It's got, you know, different little sections, you know, of it in pockets and whatnot. And yet I meet people who are from Orlando who've lived in Orlando their whole life, Central Florida their whole life, and but grew up in their little pocket and really don't even know anything outside of that pocket. That's crazy. Of, the, of Orlando, mm-hmm. let alone outside of Orlando in general outside of the state of Florida or God forbid outside of the country. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's one of the things I noticed coming down here where I guess I took it for granted that it was always, Oh, it's just a Haitian thing. It's just a Caribbean thing because growing up, that's who was around me, Mm -hmm. you know? So now do we do it? Did our parents maybe do it to a little more extreme? 
maybe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know right. I mean? But but I find out it's it's a parent thing in general. You know what I mean? Where where whether it be Caribbean, American, black, white, uh, you know, you name it. Where so many people I meet have never been outside of their bubble, and it's like, man. Do you know how much stuff you're missing out there? Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? like, there's so much out there. Mm-hmm. So I totally understand, you know, like uh, not being able to be out and about and have random things happen to you in life. Yeah. You can't learn. Yeah. You can't learn and grow. So many random things that have happened in my life where I'm just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. You can't be robbed of that. Yeah. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah. Or just, you know, just the opportunity, you know, to like, you know, whatever, like to meet. Mm-hmm. just like women or or whatever you know just the even if you're not gonna do anything with them like that night whatever just like to hang out with them and you know get over that hump like because like even today like i i still can't like walk up to a chick like i can't do it like i can have a conversation with a chick like no problem i i i, I can converse well but like to do the whole like you know ooh. That person is at the bar. Let me go walk up to them. What? Like, are you can't even. Yeah. I can't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, maybe back in the day, if I was just used to it, you know, where where it didn't matter, uh, then I'd be like, ah, oh, whatever. You know, I'll just go up to this chick and see what's up with her. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah it's like it's like public speaking. You know? Like, oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it's a great. That's a great, great example where, you know, if. If growing up, you were never put in a position where you had to stand up, like having speech class in school, in high school or whatnot, I don't think, you know, at the time we ever took it, we ever took it for anything more than just another class. It is what it is. You know yeah. I mean? mm-hmm. It's just another class I got to pass. But, <laughs> you know, it's like I, I see now in my adult life, like how important it is to be comfortable as a public speaker. And so many people are not. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So many people are not comfortable speaking to a group, speaking to a crowd or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And again, that's that that stunts social growth. And that's that's kind of that feeds right into, you know, courtship and, and, and being able to, you know, talk to women or just being able to talk to random strangers and cultivate uh, platonic relationships. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no. it just it holds you back, you know? No, absolutely. And with the going back to the um, like the three jobs thing, like the engineer, doctor, lawyer, like w- uh, of course, like you said, the, with our parents being Caribbean, that's like really like the and that's not and that's not to say that all Caribbean people are like they they can't get stuff or they're dumb. I'm not necessarily saying that, but it's like they wouldn't get like for me like when I was young, uh, back in like elementary school, I was really into, well, I still am, but I'm really into uh, cartoons. So I used, so I wanted to be a cartoonist for the, for the longest time in my life. Like I would draw and stuff like that, but like they didn't, they didn't get how that was, was going to make money. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so you're drawing. All right. Like, okay. What does, what does that mean? You know? So I'd always take art class and all that stuff, but they thought that it was a waste. Like, how are you going to make money off this? You know? So, so imagine like, I mean, they don't even, they don't even, they, they can't even process me <laughs> knowing how to freaking do a podcast or stuff like that, you know? And, and, and also I'm writing a book as well and they, they're, they're, I don't even, I don't even let them know. I mean, well, actually, no, that's a lie. I, I, they, they do know, but at the same time, they're just like letting it be like, okay, he's, he's writing a book. 
You know what I'm saying? Like they don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like with them, they they have to really see it. They have to see the final product. Yeah, yeah. You know. So let's say I don't know. Let's say if I was writing a screenplay or something like that, they wouldn't get it until somebody on the television was saying my words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. that's exactly. when it counts. Exactly. You know, like that's when it counts. But like in the in the upgoing process, to like this isn't gonna make you mo- any money. I don't I don't get it. Like what? Why are you doing this? You know what I mean? So it's just it was just very interesting. And but to go back with like the social stuff, like I and and like the kids, I remember this funny story where like <laughs> I remember I was with uh, my ex fiance and uh, she she came over, she came over to my house and we were just going to chill in my room, you know, and just watch movies and stuff like that. Right. And this is when like my mom was like, oh, you know, like, OK, I think this one's going to stay. You know what I'm saying? Like this one's going to be a good one. So like I remember she asked she she told my ex fiance to go to her room like her bedroom and then i was like okay this is weird so i'm in so i'm in my room and my mom is in her room and my ex-fiance is in my mom's room and you know they're they're talking right so i'm like what the hell so like i go and sneak i'm sneaking in my own house now so like i'm (laughs) I'm sneaking in the hallway and i like peer and i'm like i'm listening right yo my mom was like you know you know you don't have to actually get married to have kids. You can have kids now. And then, you know, you can worry about it later. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, yo, what is going on? Because, like, yo. Mom's trying to get you some, bro. Right? Yo, <laughs> my mom wants me. Like, like, and she's, to- she's told me, like, my mom wants to see my child before she passes. Like I me- yeah. I remember when uh she was filling out her will and she was like, yeah, you know, it'd be really nice, to, you know. <laughs> it it would be really nice before before I go that you know you have a child. And mind you, I'm not I'm with nobody. This was like 3 years ago, all right? So like I've I've been yeah. out of relationship in six years, you know, and my sister was like, whoa, pressure much. You know what I'm saying? I was like, just a little bit, just a little bit. And I'm like, yo, what the hell? And, and, and it sucks because, you know, if I got married the first time I would have been 32. So that would have been good, you know, but now I'm 41 and it's kind of weird because, and it's kind of weird because now I feel that with, if I want to have children, I, I, it would be best for me to have a significant other at a younger age. And, um, I, I and I want to ask you, cause it's like, I, I believe you and your wife have an age gap, correct? Yeah. 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 We do have a little gap. So like, how, how has, how has that been? Like, are you, I mean, one, I don't know what your, well, I mean, if you want to tell me, like, can you, t- can you tell me what your age gap is and how has that worked out? Like, does she get references that you say, or she's like, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> you know, I don't get yeah. where that's from. Well, see, <laughs> yeah, luckily, yeah. So it's only a five year gap. Oh, you know okay. I, mean? I thought, I thought so, it was bigger than that. Okay. For some reason yeah, I thought no, it was no, nine no. or something. Nah, it's only five years. Oh, okay. So luckily, you know what I mean? It's, we still grew up essentially, you know, with all the same stuff. Yeah. 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 Good, yeah. You know? Yeah. You're fine. I'm, I'm an 80 baby, she an 85 baby. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I got to experience a few things a little earlier, but mm-hmm. at the same time, she still experienced them nonetheless, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that part of it is not a big deal. And then, you know, they always say, like, uh, you know, women mature faster anyway and all of that stuff. So, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's not many cases that I could pinpoint at any time of our relationship 
where the age gap has necessarily, you know, been an issue one way or the other. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I, I think it's it's just one of those things that just so happens to be. I didn't again from the first time I met her, um, as I mentioned the last time, I knew I was definitely intrigued and enamored by her in some way, shape or form, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how old she was, you know, so it's not like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it was, it, it, it wasn't a linchpin one way nor the other, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. but to your point, what I will say is, you know, from an age perspective, I know I kind of started having specifics in mind for myself where it's like, you know, you're saying how, had you gotten married the first time around would have been 32 timing would have been perfect. Yeah. I, completely get that because that was kind of like my mindset too where i knew that when we had got together when her and i got together you know i was like all right like 30 is gonna be fast approaching here and it's like (laughs) you know what i mean i'd like to be able to start having life in order (laughs) more or less sure sure and it's like i always said i want to have kids and be done having kids by the time i'm 30 you know, that was my always my magic number. By the time I'm 30, have all the kids I'm going to have, be done with it. And then, you know, by the time I'm 50, I can have my life back because they'll be grown and be out, be out my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. That was the goal, you mm-hmm. know? So so it's, it's ironic because it kind of lined up, you know, we got married right before I turned 30. You know, we had Caleb a little bit before that. You know what I mean? So it's like, all right, cool, you know, and I knew, you know, we always knew we wanted a girl, and at the time, I was always telling her, like, like, babe, like, let's, let's knock this out, you know what I mean, let's <laughs> knock this out, like, remember, I got, I got five years on you, yeah, so, yeah, we're getting you know, there, you, you might be like, ah, oh, we can wait a little bit, but I'm like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, I'm already, I'm already past my, my own deadline. Luckily, luckily, I snuck, we snuck Caleb in there. But yeah. you know, the longer we wait, the longer my deadline goes. You know, mm-hmm. and um, you know, but I totally understood. Obviously, she does most of the work. <laughs> you know, in the, <laughs> Pretty in much the baby carrying process. You know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> all yeah. the work. Let me just put it out there. You know, <laughs> um, so it's like I, I totally understand. If you're not ready, you're not ready. That's fine. You know. But that was one of the biggest things. It was like where it's like I do. I was like I don't want to be this old geriatric parent. You know what I mean, like, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to be an old parent. I want to be able to, especially as my kids are older, and 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 we can really kind of, you know, spend spend different types of time together, quality time as as an older uh, person, you know, child or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be able to, that's the, that's the part of the life that I want to be able to be young enough to, to still explore with them. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be able to go on adventures with my kids, you know, stuff like that. Like, I want to go skydiving with my son. You know what I mean? Like, ride roller coasters with, with Soraya, you know? And it's like, you know, I don't want to be doing that at 50 something, 60 something, 70 something, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so that was my biggest thing. And then, you know, eventually the time came where we were, you know, where she was ready, we were ready, and we, we, we got it done. And of course, you know, in true fashion, you know, it's a seven year gap between the two of them. 
And in true fashion, afterwards, she's like, oh, man, we shouldn't have waited. Should have got it done. <laughs> Should have got it done back then. It's like, oh, yeah, now, right? Because <laughs> you know? that was the other thing, too. It's like, not only it's like, damn, I know I got five years on her and I don't want to be this old-ass parent. But then it's like, I guess in my mind, too, is like, I want to be able to, like, be done with the diaper phase and, like, really be done with diapers, you know? Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah. We, 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 got, we, we got Caleb up and going and almost a fully functioning individual at seven years old, you know, no more, you know, like, no more baby stuff and then, boop, reset, let's do it all over again. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, man. So, but it's yeah. cool, though, you know, it goes by a lot faster the second time, so that's good. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Um, so, so when you're, okay, so I got a question for you. Okay. When you're by yourself, you're the man, right? But like when, with, when you're with your parents, do you ever feel like you shrink down to being six years old or they treat you like that? No. Really? No, never. And I'm, and I'm going to tell you why. Okay, please. Because my parents are the opposite. Go on. (laughs) Again, unfortunately, unfortunately, my reason you're not going to be able to use to your benefit. So <laughs> I, as you grow up, no matter how much of an adult you think you are, obviously your parents are still your parents. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. there's always going to be that dynamic there. Yeah. So I remember the thing that kind of flipped the switch for me is becoming a parent because in my mind, I look at my relationship with my parents different now, just because yes, while I am still your child, I understand that I am still your child and you are still my parent. I am now kind of on this level with you as a parent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like that's kind of something that I don't want to say it's the only thing, but that's one of the main hierarchy status things that you can ever really share with your parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't ever pass them in age and be older than them. You can't ever act like you're more, you're, you're smarter, have more knowledge or more wisdom. You know, it's like, you know, the one time I feel like off the top of my head, and again, there could be other situations, but one of the things where I know off the top of my head that enables you to be on the even playing field with your parents is you being a parent as well. So for me, that's where the dynamic changed. I know once I became a parent, my relationship with my parents changed completely. I was able to have different types of conversations with my parents. You know, like I was able to appreciate a lot of previous <laughs> conversations with my parents. Mm-hmm. I start understanding a lot of the things that they used to tell me. I start understanding that a lot better. A lot of the things they used to do, the decisions that they used to do, I understand a lot better now. So having that level playing field of now being a parent yourself and having a better understanding of so much more puts you in such a better space to communicate. You know what I mean? Like that's, you know, my, my relationship with my parents has thrived the past 12 years specifically because I myself have also been a parent those for the, for, for that same amount of time, you know? So, you know, uh, unfortunately, like I said, that doesn't help you much unless, you know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you, if you get to work now, 
nine months from now we could help (laughs) (laughs) i know right but but like but that but that's my thing though i mean and and i completely understand what you're talking about that but but i I, but i don't like the fact that it needs to take you being a a parent for them to be like oh no he's an adult now you know because it's like what (laughs) now here's the thing and now here's the thing i don't i i i want to i want to definitely say that I don't think that's going to be the case with everybody. Sure, sure. You know what I mean? Because I feel like other folks, you know, there's other people, depending on the relationship, can reach to that level. You know, I know for some people it's it's financial. You know, I have friends who who, you know, may still live at at home, but they're the breadwinner. They're essentially, you know, kind of kind of taking care of the household and this and that. And that puts them in a place where they're able to communicate with their parents different because, you know, the, the financial role has shifted a bit, Mm. you know what I mean? So there's, there's other situations where, where you can get to that field. For me personally, it it just happened to be becoming a parent, you know what I mean? Cause, cause again, it, it happens almost instantly because, you know, I kind of mentioned briefly last time where, you know, my dad is someone who growing up, you know what I mean? He wasn't, he wasn't your, you know, little lovey-dovey dad, you know, like <laughs> he was always working. Like he wasn't, he went out here, you know, helping with homework and doing all of that stuff. He, yeah. he had to work, you yep. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Busting his ass working three, four, five, six jobs, who knows? You know, at the time you don't understand that as a kid, you know what I mean? Right. You, you, all, all, all you think about as a kid is like, oh, why isn't that here? Why isn't that here? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, that's one of the things where, even with me now, you know, looking at different dynamics within my job and whatnot and stuff like that, and seeing the amount of time that it consumes from my life, and you know, my kids again. I find myself thinking back to when I was a kid. It's like, do my kids know that, hey, it's not like daddy doesn't want to be here. Right. It's it's just that he he has to be at work. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so those are the things as a kid you don't really understand. And then, you know what I'm saying, you can take for granted and you could be upset about and, and let it consume you. And so many times you go, oh, the, Dad's never at my game, you know, mm-hmm. or how come mom didn't make it to, to, to my recital, you know? And it's like, well, if you have to understand if they're at work, they're at work, you know, they're at work. Them being at work allows you to be able to have the, 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 the sneakers for the game yeah, and, and, and have the instrument for the recital, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a lot of things that we don't understand as children and aren't capable of understanding as children. And then even as you grow into an adult, you are still not capable of understanding fully until you experience it yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where, for me, I was able to kind of understand and accept a lot of the things that growing up I questioned and 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 couldn't understand why it was and why it had to be. And now, me as a parent, when I'm faced with some of those situations or similar situations, I'm able to go, you know, in the memory bank and be like, oh, okay now that makes sense you know mm-hmm. what i mean so yeah. again every every time something like that happens that's that's another olive branch of communication that i'm be able like man you know what i can have a conversation with this uh, about this with my mom i can have a conversation about this with my dad you know and, and fully understand now you know because it's gems you know like you don't know it at the time but your parents are giving you gems as a kid and eventually those are things that's like damn 
you know what? <laughs> Three <laughs> years later, this shit finally makes sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yo, you were you were onto something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, oh, but but you were, but what you were saying before, I remember because you were like, oh, how come my dad, you know, didn't come to my games and stuff like that. I remember the times where, um, like I said before, like my uh, <laughs> uh, my parents wouldn't understand like the 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 things that I, that I was into because like I remember my dad always wanted me to play basketball. Well, my entire family wanted me to play basketball because like by the time I got to like thir- between thirteen and fourteen, like I shot up like two or three feet. Yeah, yeah you know what yeah. I mean. In, in like one summer, and people were like, "Oh, how come you won't play basketball?" And I'm like, eh. and, "And I mean, that's why I, I was even on the team." You remember, like you know, in a uh, uh, in a uh, elementary school, you know, I was on the yeah. team for like a little bit, but I was like. I don't like this, but, but but the funny thing was, my dad did go to one game, and so I I appreciate that. And um, the other day, my mom was watching a soccer. She was watching a Messi uh, play, and she was like, "How come you never got into soccer?" I was like, "Excuse me." <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, the whole family loves soccer, but you you never got into it. Like, how come you never got into it?" I was like, "I don't know, because I." don't like soccer like that you know like like what do you mean like so they're always like in their own head of like what they wanted you to be um so i find that funny oh and another thing uh that was funny too that you said was that um you don't know if every person's situation would be the same where uh the parents would treat the um child differently i remember a story that a friend of mine said that uh his uh, you know this this guy is married kids has his own house, whatever. And one time, you know, I guess his his parents like came over to like you know to hang out, and then you know they decided to like sleep over. So it was like around like ten o'clock, and then like the mom was like, "Hey, don't you think it's like it's kind of late?" And then like my friend was like, "Late for what?" <laughs> and it's like, "Well, yeah. you know, like it's late, like it's late. Don't you don't you think you should like go to bed?" He was like, "What?" You're in my house. <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> like, like, he was like, Yo, "Mom, just, just just go to bed." <laughs> you know, like he like he couldn't even think. Like he he couldn't fathom that. He was like, "Wait, what do you? Yeah. Did you just tell me to go to bed in my own house?" <laughs> it's like what? So I I just thought that was a I thought that was a pretty funny. Yeah, but that's all, but you know what that, that that's that's their job though. Again, a parent's always gonna be a parent. Yeah. You know I mean? so, <laughs> so so that's gonna happen. So I that that wouldn't have shocked me at all. Like I would have definitely been like, uh, no. <laughs> Thanks for caring. Mom. <laughs> but if if you wanna go to bed, okay, you know, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Right. But um. But what? Yeah. Some of the things that I wanted to say was like uh about you know your parents like treating you like you know like you're still like a kid i remember yeah so literally last night i mean i have plenty of stories but like literally last night so um uh i we had to um flip the uh mattress over in my uh parents bedroom right so like my dad's like all right you know so um you're gonna have to help me um flip the mattress and stuff like that all right like so 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 give me a second like don't do it without don't do it without me and i'm like you do realize that I do this every day, right? <laughs> like I can flip a mattress without someone's assistance. <laughs> like I'm, I'm good. I, I am, I'm strong. I'm capable of doing this. But like he, yeah. he just couldn't wrap his head around that, you know. Like, and of course, yeah. I had to like literally do it with him. And the funny thing is, like, we took twice as long. 
<laughs> you know, yeah. if I could just do it on my own. Or like, yeah. let's say, you know, I've been driving for 25 years. You know what I mean? I've been driving since I've been 16. And like, or, and, um, but when I'm with, when I'm in the car, like when he's in the car with me, oh, forget it. Like, it's like I'm taking the road test all over again. You know what I mean? <laughs> I gotta freaking wait for, I gotta put on my blinker. I gotta like, you know, I mean, of course I have my seatbelt on, but like, you know, put on your seatbelt, like watch out for the, watch out for that and all that stuff. Like he's, yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, what are you doing? <laughs> like, stop it. So like, it's just, it's just that thing. It's just like, they, they never like, yeah, just, I guess just like you said, like they'll always see you as, you know, cause, cause you'll always have that same age gap in between you, Exactly. you know? Yeah. So like, they'll That's always the see you as the kid. And I'm like, I'm not a child, <laughs> you know? So, oh my goodness. Cause it's like, no matter, no matter how old you get. In their mind, it's like I don't care how old you get. I'm still older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Guess what? You grew up. I grew up too. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, it's 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 the worst. So now now we get to now we just get to part three, and part three is is pretty short because only one of us can do this. So um, it's being you as a parent. So like having hearing all of this and all this stuff like. How will you move forward when eventually your kids have a relationship and they bring that person like to the crib? You know, like how 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 would you? I mean, I know they're super young, <laughs> but like it's yeah. gonna eventually happen. So like, how 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 are you gonna uh, be an influence in your child's relationship, whether it's romantic or your or or a uh, you know a uh, uh, child parent relationship? How are you gonna deal with that? Yeah, well, first first things first, I had to come to a realization not too long ago. So, you know, you say, yeah, they're super young, and you're right. I mean, but at the end of the day, Caleb was 12 years old. So Caleb was 12 years old in the sixth grade. Yeah. And and in my mind now as a parent, I keep trying to tell myself, nah, 12 years old, sixth grade, ain't worried about stuff like that. And not even thinking to myself, okay, let's, let's pause for a second. Let's think back to 12-year-old Rick. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I was and like, I'm um, like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> and he's my kid, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, not only that, not only that, but that's 12 year old Rick, sixth grade Rick without Instagram and TikTok and mm-hmm. Fortnite mm-hmm. And, and 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 own bedroom and you know, all of that, all, all of the freedoms that these kids have these days, you know what I mean? So yeah. So definitely it's like, you know, recently I definitely had to come to a realization like, you know, this the time is upon us. You know what I mean? <laughs> not only is the time upon us, it's probably been time and I've been trying to convince myself that it wasn't. <laughs> right, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know what I mean? It's, it's here. And one of the things overall is, you know, kind of going back to what I would think would be the overall theme here is, is breaking the cycle. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't be the exact same way that my parents were um my wife can't be the exact same way her parents were you know you take you take all the good you even take some of the bad and tweak it but somehow some way it's finding your own identity as a parent and the one thing i know specifically based off of you know what i mean my um my experience with my wife's family throughout our entire relationship, my experiences in my own family, 
and the way they treat her. Um, you know, it's just looking at all of it as a whole and knowing for sure that no matter what, when the time comes. And again, I hate to make it into the play into the role specifications and 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 specific stereotypes and whatnot. But of course, I'm more focused on it for my daughter, just because again, let's, you know, we don't have to hide the fact that, you know, it is without a doubt, while both my kids need to be protected, you know, I want to make sure more than anything, my daughter's protected, you know what I mean? Sure, sure. Because, you know, my goal, my goal in life is to raise a positive man to raise and to raise a positive woman and then as an extra make sure that my daughter who is going to be an amazing woman knows what an amazing man looks like so that no bum is going to take advantage of her no clown is going to come through and take advantage of her or or feed her some nonsense and the same thing goes for my for my son too make sure that he knows what an amazing woman is supposed to be and supposed to look like because you know, my wife, sometimes right now, these days, I look at my wife and I'm like, yo, you and my moms are two peas in a pod. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes it's like y'all are the exact same person. But you know what? It goes to show that, you know, I was raised by an amazing woman um, in my mom and had some great, amazing influences of what an amazing woman should be in my aunts, my grandma, my cousins. You know what I mean? My, my some of my closest friends who are like sisters, you know, having amazing uh, examples of what a real woman should be obviously enabled me to be able to identify an amazing woman to marry and and have children with, you know what I mean? So that's my overall goal. goal is to make sure that my kids see great examples of love within their household, see great examples of love within their family. You know, um, we have a very diverse family. We have, you know, we've we've brought in non-Haitians into the family. We've brought in non-Catholics. We've brought in, you know, folks who are not black, you know, like you name it, you know, like as we, <clears throat> especially my generation, as my cousins and, you know, my now my siblings, finally, I could say my siblings too, <laughs> even though I'm <laughs> sibling, <laughs> you know what I mean? As, as we continue to bring, to, to expand the family and bring spouses in and bring children in, you know, all the different faces, you know, I appreciate that my kids have great examples of diversity right within their own family. And the same thing on, on my wife's side too, you know, like, again, there's, there's, you know, a lot of diversity in some pockets of her family, too, which is awesome for me to see as well, you know, um, knowing that, again, on either side, wherever my kids are at any given time with either side of their family, you know, they see love and they see compassion and they see understanding. So that's all that I need for them to look for when they eventually grow up and, and are courting or being courted, you know, look for that. Don't don't focus on religious beliefs. Don't focus on on if y'all look alike and think a lot, speak a lot alike or not. You know, so um, I'm always gonna be. I already know. Just like my wife is gonna press any girl <laughs> Caleb ever brings home, I'm gonna press any dude Soraya ever brings home, and vice versa. You know, because at the end of the day, 
I know when the time comes, as long as you are, are, are in it to make my son happy, to make my daughter happy, and that's what your focus is, you know what I mean? Then you're good in my book, you know, and, 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 and that's it. So I want to be able to have the type of relationship, hopefully, with my kids that they're able to bring that type of stuff to me, able to bring those conversations to me. Um, because the last thing I ever want is for either one of them to be having a conversation with somebody who they feel they love and may want to spend the rest of their life with and having to say, I already know my parents aren't going to like you mm. because of X, Y, Z. You know what I mean? Mm. I never, I, I hope, I hope that I can do that. Me and Z can do a good enough job, um, raising our kids that they never have to have a conversation like that with somebody where where there has to be a prerequisite or you know there has to be specific checks filled in on the checklist in the boxes before you could even be an option you know i, I want to be able to remove that and that's how you break the chain you know and then hopefully going forward that's what they teach with their kids with some kind of added caveat and so on and so forth and we continue building a beautiful immersive diverse family of all types of thinkers and believers and dreamers and different races and different, you know, religions and political beliefs and whatnot, who just love each other, no matter what, you know what I mean? And it sounds goofy and cliche, but, you know, it, I love, you know, our Sundays here now that you already know so many of the family of the extended family has moved down here now, aunts, cousins, what have you, you know, like when when we're able to get together on a Sunday and just be loud and eat and drink and laugh for, you know, an entire day, 12, 13, 14 hours, just cracking jokes and laughing about any and everything and just, you know, enjoying each other. That's good. About no matter what, you know, uh, regardless of what the occasion may be that we're celebrating or whatnot, that's family. You know what I mean? That's what family is. It's not having to think the same. It's not having to think one way and believe one way and having to do what I say. No, man, let's just get together and enjoy life, enjoy each other, regardless of our differences, regardless of, you know, anything, you know. Let's get together and be family, you know. So that's my biggest thing. I want to just teach my kids exactly what family means so that they know they don't ever have to compromise for the sake of anything. You don't have to make a decision or do something you don't want to do just to make me happy just to make mom happy you know you being happy is what's going to make us happy you know so that's my biggest thing for me making sure my kids understand that you know it's again every decision they make ain't gonna be the right decision i'm not gonna be we're not gonna agree with it but at the same time we want to understand and support and then we'll take it from there no oh, that's great man that, that that's freaking awesome I, I mean i love that um so uh last question um, this might be a little off kilter, but do you think I have the qualities of being a good father? Come on, man. That's not even a question, bro. That's not even a question. I mean, you know, his, you, you already know, as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to godparents, to me, I look as, you know, godparents are legit somebody who I would be comfortable stepping in and doing my job if I wasn't able to, you know what I mean? Um, I'm not a big proponent of making 
like blood family members, godparents, just because I look at it as like, guess what? You're already an uncle and, and, and you, I already know you're going to be there if I can't be. You're already an aunt. I already know you're going to be there if I can't be. You're a cousin or whatever. I know you're going you're gonna to be there if I can't be. So for me, when I look at, you know, for both of my kids, when I look at choosing godparents, I specifically look, tried to look outside of blood family. You know, people that I know, no matter what, are going to be there to hold my kids down if, God forbid, anything ever happened to me. So, so selecting godparents for me means I'm, it's like a it's like a knighting, you know, like a blood ritual where, you know, it's saying, hey, you and I are not blood, but I look at you the same way as I would look at my blood family, who I would expect to take care of my child the same way I would take care of my child if mm-hmm. I wasn't here. That's what I feel like a godparent is. And everybody knows at this point, you know what I mean? You are one of my firstborns godparents. Yeah. And that's that's by design. That's for a very specific reason where I'm pretty sure you were talking about the same mutual friend earlier where it's it's no coincidence that the two of you guys are Caleb's godfather. Yes, you know I, I, mean? I was. I was talking exactly about him. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's it's no coincidence. You know what I mean? That's not that's not a decision that was made when Caleb was born. That's not a decision that was made when Caleb was conceived. That's not even a decision that was made when me and my wife first got together and never even thought about having kids. That decision was made, you know, when we were four or five years old, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that, that, that decision has been made. You know, I always knew from jump, the first child I ever had, I knew who his godfathers were going to be, without a doubt, you know? So do I think you have what it takes to be a good father? Absolutely, because if, God forbid, something ever happened to me, I know and I trust that you would absolutely take care of Caleb just as good as I would like to take care of him and 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 move forward. And even with Soraya, by, by default, because that's, you know, just because you're, you're one of my kids, Godfather, doesn't mean that you don't play a role in the other one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're, you're in there. It's that blood ritual. You've been knighted. You know what I mean? So without a doubt, you know, when that time comes, you're going to hit a home run. I, I already know that. I see, you know, and, and it goes even beyond Caleb. Even we go back to, you know, all of the kids within our, within our circle, mm-hmm. you know, within our circle of friends. Some of us had kids way earlier than others. Sure. And you've been the same, the same with all of them prior to. Anytime we get these kids around you, I mean, we were, we were just up for Caleb. Um, just up for Caleb's birthday the other day and had had people over and true to form, you know, like regardless of the age range, you know, we had kids there from all types of different age ranges. And, you know, watching you be able to, you know, relate to and engage with them on their separate levels and do it so accurately, like know exactly what they were talking about at at the five-year-old level, know exactly what they were talking about at that 12-ish-year-old level, and then know exactly what they were talking about at the 16, 18-year-old level. And then, you know, like, it's it's just crazy. You know what I mean? So I think you'll be able to nail that without a doubt. Wow, thank you. That, that that is that is quite the compliment. You know what I'm saying? Cause like, yeah, that that that's crazy. Cause um, I I think did we talk about this? 
maybe no longer having that in the back of my head anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I ask, you know, because I was like, okay, that's great. Because that, so, sometimes I don't feel like I, I would be a good one because actually I'm, I'm, I'm fucking scared, <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> to, like, to, like, be a parent, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's crazy. It's one thing to, like, interact with kids and stuff like that, but, like, no, you got to take care of this now for the rest of, like, my life because, <laughs> you know, I'm going to yeah. die, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, but, and it's, mm-hmm, it's, it's scary. I'm sure it is. <laughs> That's not getting twisted. That's not getting twisted. It is very scary, bro. So don't think you being scared is like unique to you. Right Even till this day, I'm I'm 12 years in of doing this thing, and I'm scared to death every single day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like you know, I, sometimes I wonder if I'm ever going to be one you know, or, or, or whatever, or, or if I would be one, cause I mean, anyone can be one. You just not, you just don't need to wear rubber, <laughs> you know, ta-da, you're dead, <laughs> you know, but like, would I be a good one if I would have a child, you know? So I, I do, uh, ask, uh, people that. So like, I, I'm, I'm glad that you, uh, said all those things. Though those are, that was very, very, uh, those very, very sweet. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, man. Look at that. That's so facts, bro. No. It's, it's so facts. That's awesome, man. But, um, all right. So, like, we are down to, so, again, just like before, we're going to uh, pick a question out of the uh, the Skin Deeps, the And Self-Edition card game. So, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> I think this is uh, card 37. Yep, this is card 37. So, Let's see what it uh, has for us. Okay. Ooh, look at this. This is amazing. All right. So it says, why not try it out and see where it goes? <laughs> wow. Look at that. Look at that. So, uh, I mean, it's up to you if you want to explain what you we were talking about pre-air. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> But uh, that's up to you. So, like, w- would you like to share what your uh, new uh, venture is? <laughs> so, so, so I, like, okay, let's. I won't go into detail yet. Of course not. Of course I mean? not. Of course not. But um, I will say again, um, kind of just to piggyback off of our off-air conversation, and this may, and now that I think about it, this I got an idea for our next episode too. Listen, you're stuck with me. I'm letting you know right now. No. <laughs> but but you know like um having our first conversation the first episode we did was awesome like it was super liberating for me it was great to have that type of conversation and you know get the feedback and whatnot and um see how many people were able to relate and and be touched by the conversation and help them and whatnot it's awesome you know mm-hmm. so um, you know, there's there's a lot of moving parts in life, and sometimes you have to kind of identify which parts you need to slow down for the sake of your mental health, for the sake of your home life, for the sake of your family life, and for the sake of your own happiness and chasing your passions and dreams, you know? So, um, you know, it's it's very appropriate that that was pulled because, again, I, I want to be able to look at, um, I'm at a point in my life where I want to be able to look at stuff that kind of fulfills me a bit more, um, makes me happier, um, gets me more excited, um, you know, specifically from, from a work standpoint, you know. Um, I, I don't want to just clock in and out at a job 
just to get a paycheck anymore. Um, it's it's not the best way to kind of move forward when it comes to a career, job, whatever you want to whatever you want to refer to as. But you know, so I'm just kind of at a point where I want to be able to find things that are really, really going to mean something to me and make me happy doing, while also being able to just enjoy my kids more and enjoy my wife more, enjoy my home more. So, um, you know, that's a, <laughs> that's, that's a good, that's a good card. Cause, cause literally, literally I'm at a point right now where that's exactly my mindset is like, you know what, you know, the time is now, give it a shot. Let's, let's see if you can do it, you know? No, yeah, I definitely understand. And uh, to to my point, um, this is pretty good too. Like the why not try it out and see where it goes, because of uh, like right now. I mean, this is episode fifty one, and um, I believe like the, probably like the next four or five episodes that I have planned for myself is going to be like the uh, like the introspective like series that I wanted to do. The the last time I was talking talking uh with you with uh um on the last episode you know remember when i mentioned the single is my superpower and all that stuff yes, like yes. i'm i'm going through that right now like it started it started uh with the last podcast episode 50 where it's called uh the title is uh allow me to introduce reintroduce myself you know so i'm gonna be going real in depth with like just well fun like fun facts and all that stuff but like other than that is like real in-depth things that i'm gonna talk to about myself and then the next four or five episodes are going to be like real introspective things so like you're so this episode goes into it too so it's right it's right along with it so with like the whole parents and the influence thing because again yeah yeah absolutely yeah like i mentioned before like i mean i know a lot of people say like oh you can't you know blame your parents on everything in your whole life which is true You, you can't but like still I mean, your parents were here before you, so yeah, you know, you, you, there's no, you cannot. There's a difference between blaming and and acknowledging the influence. It's not about blaming, yeah. But again, we we can't we can't not acknowledge the influence. Yeah, exactly. You know, so you know, I'm again. I, I I've always been a late bloomer, so I mean, I don't necessarily hate on that. But like as of right now, I I feel that I'm I am the most me that I've ever been. So to just allow myself to be free and and all, and all that good stuff, which is you know kind of like why I wanted to, you know, start uh the podcast, uh, you know, this podcast again to just to just be free and like you said to be fulfilled and and like I've said before on air and off air with you, I am I I am getting my my nourishment and my fulfillment just by like doing this. Like this feels so awesome like i could be at work right now and like just being like miserable but right now i'm just talking about something like that i'm talking about something that i would have a conversation with like at a party with somebody you know what i mean like like in the cut you know like so this is this is my home i like i love it like this is great so like yeah i think like the next four or five episodes are going to be on, on different topics but mainly like i'm the subject matter essentially yeah you know so Exactly. Yeah, so I'm definitely gonna start, uh, you know, reading the single as my superpower thing, and I have like another uh, book too that I'm gonna get into as well. So like, yeah, so like, exactly, yeah. Why not try it out and see where it goes? So like, that's a yeah, it's a perfect card, just like you said. Oh man, all right, man. So like, I mean, that's that's about it. Again, like another banger of an episode. So apparently you're you're always coming. Always a good time, man. You're, you're, always a good time. Apparently you're inviting yourself to a trilogy. So okay, <laughs> like. <laughs> listen, listen. I just read an article. You're talking about trilogies. Mm-hmm. I just read an article where supposedly the Fast Saga is supposed to end at eleven. 
So eleven. Worst case scenario. Yeah, yeah. The, the nine comes out soon. Yeah, and they're going to be filming. They're, they're filming ten and eleven back to back. Supposedly, supposedly eleven is supposed to be it. So I look at it as we got to at least outlast the fast saga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny because I I thought that they were going to end at ten because when ten comes out. It's the 20th anniversary of the franchise. So I thought they were going to end it there, but that's crazy. They're going to end at 11, huh? Yeah, yeah. They're, 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 uh, that's the plan. It's a back-to-back. You know, it's going to be a two-parter to close it out. So oh. I guess technically, maybe technically it is just a 10, but it's part Split one. Split in two, two parts. Okay. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, they, at, like I said, at, at the very least, we can't. We can't do less collaborations than the fast. So, <laughs> I'm expecting at bare minimum nine more guest spots. Sheesh! Know? All right, yo, I'm I'm down with it, man. Yo, just as long as you got the subject matter, we good to go, man. Not 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 an issue, not an issue. All right, man. So like like again, uh, I mean, do you have you know? I know you got the DJ stuff. So do you want to pimp that out? Yeah, yeah. You already know. Like I mentioned last time, man. I'm I'm Rick Nodic on all uh, social media platforms r-i-c-n-o-t-i-q um you know events are back booming which is great so i'm looking very forward to getting back into uh wedding djing you know we talk about love and relationships all the time it's like you know like djing weddings for me is you know again like it's, it's so much fun to be able to play a role in those types of events you know like I, i've got a slight obsession with weddings just because again i think it's the greatest event ever like any the best party you can ever throw in my opinion is a wedding mm-hmm. so um definitely looking forward to getting back into some events and whatnot as always you know i got the i got the sports thing popping too with the sports hit list which is awesome so definitely uh look up the sports hit list on you know all social media as well um i, I mostly contribute with the nfl team but i do a lot of other sports too we're doing a lot more soccer stuff recently but you know, kind of going back to what I was saying before, man, I'm, I'm focusing on doing a lot more passion projects and things that I really, truly enjoy. And if I'm able to make money off of them as well, then that's just a plus. So, you know, hopefully, hopefully that'll be the case. But uh, uh, definitely these conversations are something that I definitely want to continue doing for sure. So um, all jokes aside, anytime you'll have me on, but I will be here. Oh no, no, definitely, man. No, but yeah, I know you. I know you said uh, like a couple of minutes ago that you got. You already have a like a, another subject, so like we'll definitely you know talk off air, and I definitely want to uh, like start working on it. You know what I mean? So like, but no, but that's awesome, man. But <clears throat> all right, so uh, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music. Audible and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T I N Q P O D. That is Tink Pod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to, to discuss, you can email me at T I N Q P O D C A S T at gmail.com. That is Tink Podcast at gmail.com. And I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So, after today's episode, I'm not saying I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody.